The following podcast may be explicit. Shedcast presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. In Episode 3, we wrap up the published adventure for Star Wars Age of Rebellion Beginner Game. We immediately follow the gameplay session with our review, recorded a few days later. Enjoy the podcast! A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away... Okay, we join our heroes on the verdant world of Onderon, where they are deep in the jungle at a listening post built by Moff Dardano. The rebels are taking over this base, this listening post, on the verdant world of Onderon. They have found their way deeper into the outpost, fighting off both guards and uh, finding Imperial Stormtrooper outfits. They now find what? They now find themselves outside of the control center, facing three stormtroopers with more on the way. They're dead. <laughs> All right, and that's where we're going to pick it up this time. Yeah. Hi, and welcome back to The Shed for Adventures from The Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com, also on iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, Stitcher Radio, and Google Plus. Google Plus and other places. We're going to go around the table and say hi, starting with Mickey. Mike. Mickey, Mike. Uh, Mike. Oh. Mikey. We never start This with is that. Cantaloupe, eating a cantaloupe, uh, playing Tendar, Taco. Uh, the Mon Calamari engineer, and he is just delightful. I love him. He is a really delightful character. He is. It's a pleasure to play with. He is. Yeah. Hey, this is Short Stuff. I am playing Kale, the human soldier, and uh, so far I've been taking some names. Yeah, you, you definitely stabbed that guy in the cervix. You, you totally <laughs> serviced him. Um, JJ here playing uh, Vendry. Uh, I, I, I mean, I, I have managed to lock people into their room. That's about it. I am the good guy parent or the bad guy parent. You're like the nanny. Go to right? your room. Go to your room. Bad stormtrooper. <laughs> you know, spank them. Ah. <laughs> I don't know. It might, might you, bruise you, my hand. You locked them what? in their room with their guns, though, which was interesting. Yeah. yeah. Guns. Are they going to? I wonder if they're going Boys to break through. Boys and their guns. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. Nah. Hi, everyone. This is Mickey. I'm playing Zal. Z A L. Can everybody hear me now? There we Val. go. Zal, Val, also known as Edna. Nice. (laughs) All right, Joe. Oh, that's it? Okay. Um, Then that's me. Then you said Joe, so that must be me. That's you. Uh, I am the GM or Game Master for this Star Wars Age of Rebellion. Gosh, I don't think I've said it right the first time. That's all right. I just called my short short stuff instead of short round. You did. Um, All right. Star Wars Age of Rebellion beginner game. We are on our uh, third session here, third play session, and we are in Encounter 5, which is on page 21 for anyone following along. And I will read the narrative text for the beginning of it again, and we'll kick it off right from there. So, turning the corner, you spot the sleek white armor of three stormtroopers. These troopers are standing with their backs to the door that leads into the control center. You can also hear the clacking boots of a second patrol walking down a nearby corridor just out of sight. Getting past these guards won't be easy, but you've got your orders. Alright, we already had initiative rolled, I believe Mickey's got that. Zal is first. She's going to throw an AP grenade at the three that are right there. 
All right. Nice and clustered for. You go, girl. Clusterfuck. All right, here we're we go. Going to <laughs> <laughs> we are we're going to make this uh, uh, four minutes. Four minutes, gentlemen. What? Four minutes until the first. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Curse. It's a new record. We're going to say this is uh, medium range. So that's going to be two purple dice. Two purple dice. It needs to be short range. Oh, oh, oh. If it's uh, it be grenade. Short range, yeah. Oh, it only goes short? Yeah. So then using it at medium range adds one difficulty die. But we're oh. right there. I mean, you can but move But you up want a to be bit. on opposite sides of the room at something you're going to throw a grenade at. So I'm going well, to say you're on Okay, so we're in the hallway. The yes. Couldn't I just kind of like lob it around the corner? Can now, she move up to a if space you use where it's a short. maneuver to get there, and then throw the grenade around the corner, and I can um, take yeah, take cover, move take. up, take cover, take the two strain to do it, and then yeah, I get yeah. If the described that way, yeah. yes, move take up, two take, strain, move over, move yeah. up, throw it, take cover. Yes, take I two would strain. Say, yes, because you're doing an extra move, uh, an extra maneuver at that time. All right, let's All do right, it that let's way. Let's do that. Dun, dun, dun. All right, so I've rolled three green, two purple, one yellow. I've got, yellow. it looks no, like. No successes. There. No six. Oh, I've got one success, Four. which cancels out the threat. You know what? Let, uh, All right, we need cancels to out the failure. Though. We need to do this, though, because you went up there. It's going to be short range. So take both of those purple out of there and just roll one of them again. Yeah, there we go. Because it should be one purple. It uh, came out the same. <laughs> oh, this blows! So, All right. nothing, so no, it is success. no success, success but I've advantage. got a lot of advantage. All right. yes, so you have four advantage. Here's the deal. You can get up there. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good way to put this. Um, when you went to pull the pin on the grenade, maybe it got stuck. But because of your advantages, you cannot suffer that strain. And you just got yourself up there and backed away from the corner. So I've got, I did not use those strain. And the, right. And the grenade is also not used. So I got a dud. Yes. Or at least so far. Second rate. The, the, She's got the four advantages. Yeah. Did she get a boost die for the next person? Uh, if I use, what did I just use? I used two of them. So yeah, you still have two advantage that you could use for something. So and the next yes, person you gets could a boost die. A boost die to the next attack against the target. To do that. Let's do that. Yeah. Boost that was a lot of advantages. So who's next? Uh, that would be me. All right, uh, dude. AP grenade fizzled. Well, fizzled. It actually, like she never got the pin out. She didn't get the pin out. Yeah. Second rate piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> off planet. Don't be so hard on yourself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, could so I try mean. the same thing? Maybe like oh, yeah. have her pass the grenade to me. There you go. You see if you can figure out how to work. We'll it. do the same thing, and you'll do the two strain to get that extra stuff. You're interacting with her. And what have you? Yes. Okay. Let's do Did that. you have a grenade to give him? I yeah, the one that, that didn't one. work. The one that didn't work. <laughs> okay. It was just a pin problem. Yeah. She had performance anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Yeah. What do we got? Four successes net. Four and? successes net, but no threat, no advantage. That's good. Did you roll the extra? Okay. Boost. So I you did got not. That. I did not roll the boost. Oh, do that then. What did you get? Another advantage. 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 All right. So. You have a success. Wait, do you have Lots three advantage? Oh, right? yep. yeah. So you have a success. Yep. And um, so you also have advantage on that. So what no, is your success? All these successes give a lot of extra damage. That's what I want to find out. What does that do with the AP grenade that you use? All right, so I'm going I to deal... AP is anti-personnel. Correct. Yep. Case, yeah. 20. I'm going to deal 20 points of damage, pierce three. Right. 
Okay. Now, the uh, Stormtroopers, as a group, had five soak and 15 hit points, which means you did just as a group. what you needed. Yes. Yeah. So the, the grenade goes off, and all three of the stormtroopers do their Star Wars overemphasized jump in the air and then fall onto the ground, and there's all kinds of clacking and stuff. Do we hear the other ones running towards us? Yes. We will go. Uh, who's up next in the initiative? Mike. Taco. All right. So you guys are on that corridor. So, yeah, go ahead and put the other three on this corridor. over. Yeah, where you're looking there, Mickey. So. Towards the bottom of the map for us is the way it looks. Uh, so they're in that corridor running towards you from where the garage is in that direction. And you guys are at the end of the hall there. Uh, you get to take one action. I'm just going to leave them in the same initiative spot. So go ahead and take a turn before they get to. All right. Here's what I want to do. And it might be too complicated for one move. But I would like to go cut through the barracks and get behind them. And then shoot from this corner okay. to shoot at them. Since I have knowledge of the map of the base now that yep. I took that off the computer, yep. I know that I can get behind them if I go right there. But you also probably know that's too far to go in one turn and still be able to do it. Well, but that's you could what come I up behind them for the next so turn. I as far as distance goes. Over here and then yeah. Where go are you going, Calamari? Yeah. Uh, I'll get the back. The fight's this way. Right, so I, I'm looking at it based on I don't think the map is to scale overall. Because if you figure that, that briefing room that we had talked about said it would hold 30 people. So yep. that briefing yeah. room and then the whole size of everything. So you're probably going 150, 200 feet. Sure. All right, and you get most of that distance in that turn. So I'm I, cool with that. The way you did it is good. Um, now, do what I would take say. take a two-strain to do an extra well, he move can, action? Well, he can do the maneuver and then use his action as another maneuver. So that would probably let him run all the way there. Okay. And then at the beginning of the next turn... He I'm could cool do with doing too. that for now. Okay. You'll at least cut them off from running away. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because that's what they Cross want to do. Crossfire! <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, are they, cool next? are they next? Uh, are they next? I'm, yeah. I'm next. No. Because I was tied with Mike. Kale's right? next. Kale's yeah. next. Go ahead. Right. Kale. Stormtroopers are last. Stormtroopers wow. are last. All right, Kale. I could just toss another AP grenade on them, but you that's not fail. much fun for the players at home. Uh... Boom. No? You got, you got your rifle. Whatever you want to do. Click, boom. I'm just going to pop. Since click, I know click. that uh, the, the funky squid dude is coming around behind them. Funky squid. I, I'm going to take my brawny, beautiful self and just pop around the corner. Are you like a model? <laughs> flex my guns and then blast with a heavy blaster rifle uh, the dude in front. Although I know it's okay. a minion group, I'm aiming at the dude in front. You're shooting at the stormtroopers. Yes, definitely. and so that is going to be yeah. one, two. So you're going to flex your guns and shoot your. I'm gun. going to flex my guns, which is not an extra move. It's and just an incidental. What's the range? <laughs> and, and the range. And the medium range. It's going to be medium range. Right. I can shoot long, right. but it's going to go so medium two range. Purples. So yeah. two purples with my two yellows and green. And hold on, I want to make one of those purples a red. Oh, you I am using a dark side point for this. We need to start using some of the... Can I flip side. yours right back and make it purple again? Nah. No, you can make the other green a yellow. Yeah. That, that'd be the only thing you could do. That's what you can do. Yeah. I'm not too worried. I mean, Mike's going <laughs> to... I'll mop up. He'll mop them up. All right. Yeah. Just for the people at home, we could have AP grenade them and been dumb, but it's fun to well, fight. Well, only if you hit them. That's true. She tried once That's and true. it didn't work. Yeah, thanks. But I'm brawny and beautiful, and it would have happened. 
I'm, I'm Kale. Hair, hair blowing in the wind. Kale yes. chips. Oh, no. He's like a romance oh, novel. Shisa. Oh, crap. He actually failed. I, I, I failed, yeah. yeah. Failed, failed with, with a threat. Failed with a threat. Nice. Nice. Golly. You had to use that dark He hops side. around the corner, the thing goes click, and then they go. <laughs> 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 All right, so here's what we're going to do. Suffer a strain. <clears throat> I'm and, a strain. And you are stuck right there. Stuck. Stuck on And then the stormtroopers get to go. It's yeah. their turn. Got a feeling down With Kale uh, staring down the barrel. Right I got a lot of stim packs. <laughs> Can you use stim packs? Do you have to use them on your turn? You use it, is it as a maneuver. No, a maneuver, right? Maneuver. For what? The stem pack was stem pack. Yep, it's a it's maneuver. Maneuver, right? Okay. okay. All right. So, uh, stormtroopers have a blaster rifle. Taco sushi, better help me out here. Taco sushi, I like Taco it. Sushi. And they are using the same range, so I'm going That's to a lot do of that. Dice there. And I'm going to use a dark side point <laughs> to upgrade my last green to another yellow. So I'm gonna. I'll use Mickey's. There we go. Ta-da! Here we go. There we go. You ready? You ready for this? Kurt's about to die. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, Look at that. shit. That's Woo-hoo. a triumph. Which means I, it can't be canceled out. So it's a success with um, a, just a success. Because that cancels that out. The, that cancels yes. the threat? But what, it does You've got two the, failures here. But you cannot cancel out the success from uh, the, 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 damn it, triumph. Yes. Triumph. Damn it, Jim. Damn it, Jim. So just one success. Yes. So I'm just standing there waiting That's for it. Enough. I'm like, oh, just, uh, 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 just be gentle. Uh, uh, it's my first time. Nine damage. <laughs> Ooh. Nine damage? Nine damage. It's a good thing I'm so brawny. <laughs> You're all soaky. Minus nine equals... Yeah. Well, you have five soak. Remember your five soak. Oh, five soak. Yeah. So four. That is awesome. That is four. Down to nine. Yeah. Awesome. Now, who's up next? We're going to go to the back to the top BK. of the order. That would be Zal. So, um, so I think that was the first time you got your name right. I know, right? Could be. Uh, everybody, take a moment <laughs> and recognize. That she it's got almost it right. like the time where Kurt could not get. Oh my god, Algernor. It is awesome. Aglanor. Aglanor. That was the right name. Yeah. Oh, was that Aglanor? Was right. It took you a solid two months to get that. Yeah. And I think the first time he got it right, the character wasn't even wasn't in the there. game. Yeah. She's going to take a knee right there at that corner, aim, and aim. shoot using her heavy blaster pistol. Nice. Or I am going to do that. And you know what? I'm going to use one of these light, light side points. Ooh, go for it. So get remember it. to get grab your boost die as well I'm do a for boost your aim. All right, so I get to roll a boost die, a yellow. Wait, hang on. Just for my green. edification. How did she moved, aimed. Oh no, no, gosh. she was already up here at the corner. All right. And you taking a knee does not count as standing or standing No, standing she up. just... Knee aim is, is like a maneuver. Uh, flavor text. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. I aimed yeah. and I shot. Yeah. All right. So I don't think you had the correct number of dice. I do. It's three green, one uh-huh. yellow, plus and a boost. you flipped it. So Give me the boost. Now a yellow. No, oh. aim gives you the boost, honey. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's not just getting on your knees. Oh, you know. Yeah. Every once in a while, a girl's got to do that. You get something out of it. <laughs> a girl's got to do that every once in a while. It's a boost. That's how we get diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I love about our gaming group? In most well, groups, you got to worry about being sensitive to the girl. Yeah. This group, it's you totally know, the opposite. <laughs> you know what I love? We got that and you saying edification. Uh-huh. All within like two minutes of wow. each other. 
That we are really educated and, and crude at the same time. <laughs> We're educated. Although she didn't roll <laughs> any. I'm uh, sorry. Oh, I threat. didn't roll any threat. Uh, or, yeah, uh, you need difficulty. to do that. Um, so what are you two. shooting with? My heavy blaster pistol, which has a range of medium, which is medium. what this is. So. Okay, so you're good then. Yep. So two, so two. Yep. 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 Sorry. Yep. 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 Oh, oh, I think two, two successes. Failures. All right. Oh, that's all right. So what are we two end up with? So two successes and two, and two advantage. Just watch. Just okay, reminded me good. to do some squats. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, your Kurt's taking a dump in the shed. Plus two more. Um, so that's nine points of damage. So you're gonna do nine. I needed one more advantage to do a critical injury. Correct. Damn it. Uh, nine Damn points. It, Jim. So this is where it's actually useful because they have a soak of five, so they're only going to take four now. Oh, oh gosh, I can't. I, I'm trying to do the add thing, but I've already written it as subtraction. Damn it. All right, got it. Math hard. <laughs> Live math is hard. That's still my favorite quote from the beginning <laughs> when we started playing. Uh-huh. Um, all right, so who's up next? That would that be would me. That's JJ. I will also... Um, Go for it. Verdi. I'm actually Venti. going to move around into the control center. Oh, hold on. You can't. I don't know if you can do that yet. Give oh. me a second. Okay. And then I'll just... Uh, instead of taking a knee, I'll shoot over her head from the corner. Wait, how tall am I? I'm just kidding. All right, I can tell like you bye bye. when you get there, it is a solid blast door. Okay. So, yeah, I'll, I'll just... Uh, so, you can't go in she, yet. She's on her knees, you know, revolutionary Civil War style, you know, the musketeer on her knee. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, she's I'm over her cramming shoulder. her ramrod down the musket <laughs> barrel right yep. now. Make sure you leave and it I'm up I'm going first. to, uh, yeah. I'm going to skull fuck her from behind. Great. Okay, and uh, fire my <laughs> laser. Okay. Are All right, so that's going to make this a little more difficult. <laughs> People at home who are listening week to week can tell how long we've been drinking by how much profanity there is. Uh, Jesus, man. <laughs> that would hurt even me. <laughs> Episode title, that would hurt even me. <laughs> Write that down. I like it. Um, oh, so... What weapon are you using? It's a blaster rifle. All right, so you're good at range, so you've got two. Now I want one of the purples to be a red. I'm going to use a dark side point. Oh, man, we're going to have a lot of light side, side, yeah. light side points. Oh, you can just leave it once it's all, all light side. You can leave it there, and I can't mess with you. And if it was all dark side, you couldn't mess with me. What do we I, end up with? I have successes. four successes and two threat. Four success and two threat. Okay. That means extra damage. So you are going to give me a total number of damage. I am giving you uh, 13. 13. Wow, they're still alive. Good. So they're going to take nine. And what are you doing? My no, two hold threat. on. They're going to take eight. Uh, with the two threat, I'm going to make the next attack against the stormtroopers have a setback die. Okay. Whoever's attacking next. That would be... Uh, or, uh, technically, the next taco. action against the stormtroopers suffers a setback die. So Taco will be Come doing on, a setback die. I got to my spot right behind him. I'm going to aim oh, yeah. at you, the back of the head. If you're on the map, just put your counter around the corner. There you go. Um, so what type of weapon do you have? I have the blaster pistol. So if you use your maneuver to get up behind them, I'll let you get into short range. Short range is just a few steps away. That sounds good. Because you need to be just a few steps away to use right. it at short range. So yeah, in which case, it'll be one attack. purple. Now, is there any kind of boost since he's behind them and he's, so they're not expecting them? He's not approaching stealthily. They'll hear him by the time he gets there. And you need a setback I didn't know dice. if they were 
distract. Do you want to use a light side point? Uh, sure. There you go. Yeah, if they were already on guard. What did that do? That changed the green to a yellow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he already's rolling a setback, guys. Oh. All right. That's nice. Nice. Very nice. And those right there. That dice right there cancels both of those so out. So we have two successes. All right. So dealing a total so of eight damage. All right. You take out uh, uh, it, with the exact number. You take out the the stormtrooper resistance is now done. Those three are gone. Yeah. Oh. So during the fight, this one fell, that one fell, and you just took out the last one with a shot to the back of the neck. That's oh. how I do. Uh. You weren't running away. Okay. Nope. You were setting up a trap. And Vendry. It's a trap. (laughs) (laughs) Vendry over at the door. You here. Or or this is what happens next. Because we are now um, moving on to encounter number six. With the guards dispatched, the way to the control center is now clear. As you approach the solid blast door, a nervous voice crackles through the comm on the door. Uh, Theta Squad, this is a control room. What's going on out there? Report. Um... I Can would like to them? say... Uh, I'm going to see which one this fits into. I've got one, two, three, four, five possibilities. You are going for number six, I'm sure. So I want to say Rebels are here. We have taken uh, We had a blaster them, rifle uh, malfunction. Oh. Yeah. Do you want to uh, say... Uh, no, you go ahead. I'm just pointing out. Someone actually picked something that's almost in here. You want to say blaster ma- rifle malfunction? I was going to say Rebels were here, but we've taken care of them. I like yeah. that one. Yeah, that one's Rebels good. have infiltrated a base... Uh, let us in so we can see if we can identify one of the other ones. I don't know. No, say we've taken care we've of taken them. We've taken care of them, so open up the door. Open up yeah, the door. Yeah, so when you're ready to communicate back, somebody's going to press the button on the wall and say something. So yeah. do that when you're ready. In the meantime, you guys can just blah, 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 blah. Right. Go I ahead. Mean, I mean, that one sounds pretty good. And you're the deceptive one, so you can yeah. sound sort of like a stormtrooper. They all have the same voice. So That's true. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I will press the button on the door and say... Um, Rebels try to infiltrate the base. Uh, let us in. We've taken care of them. We've taken care of them. Let us in. Let us in. To report. Okay. Report. And Kurt should be the only one sort of back because we're all in We're all in group. Stormtrooper. All right. So you have now, this is deception versus discipline. Yeah. And your opposition is one red and two purple. Ooh, boy. That's a lot. They actually have the dice listed for each one. So. Yes, what were our other choices? Why is that so hard? Why is it hard? Because they're, the, they know the they're, from the time that you guys it. cut the first cable, they've known there's something wrong. Okay. So everyone, they have had stormtroopers uh, posted other, at the door. What were our other choices? Well, let's see how this one works. Because <laughs> you have these other choices still, still if do this doesn't if work, fails. right? Okay. Especially if there isn't a lot of threat here. Let's see. What do we got? Oh, all right. All right. So, okay. nope. Nope. No this success. is a failure here. A failure. And then, so one failure, that's it. One failure. What is the uh, threat and advantage? No threat or advantage. Yeah, right, so it's failure. Everything canceled all out. All right. Um, let me get back. Uh, all right. So you say that. And the guy says, I don't recognize your voice. Who is this? And now you have other options still. Okay. Uh, however you want to handle it. Can we hack the door? Can we just go through deception and be like, this is, this is Steve. No. We had lunch last Apparently week. Apparently this door can't be hacked according to the book. So, right. Or you could say, sorry, is, sir. Is, is there any vents that they're not telling us about? <laughs> are there any vents that they're not? Yes. 
actually there are. Um, the PCs might notice there's another ventilation shaft in the corridor and that it <laughs> likely leads into the command center. I would like to go in that vent. <laughs> it is an average athletics or mechanics check, and that is to remove the grate and clamber inside and make their way inside. What? Some of the verbiage in here is horrible. The sentence says, All right. the PCs can remove the grate, clamber inside, and make their way inside. Mechanics is inside what I the do. Control yeah, but they, they need that at the end. Yeah. Right. What do we got? All right. So, no. Uh, that is a failure. It's actually with a failure. Five, three, success, three advantage. Yeah. All right. So, because you had advantage, I'm going to say you don't mess it up. It's just you you couldn't get the great so off. athletics check, then. Yeah. Yeah, why don't I try uh, next? Yeah, a- anybody else? Athletics or yeah, mechanics? I've got I'll mechanics. Try. I got athletics. Well, let um, Edna do it. Go, Edna. <laughs> get it, girl. Meanwhile, What's meanwhile I'm going to stay on the cons with him. Like, I'm sure you could work Steve. this screwdriver. We just, had the, <laughs> we just had the cheese and ham sandwiches over in the kitchen. I talked to you. Okay. All so right. is it one yellow, one so green? So you, you get a little banter back uh, and forth for a half a minute or so. you upgraded that one. Let's, uh, did you do mechanical? Her. I did. Okay, yeah. So that's, that's yellow uh, and green. Now let her roll yeah. it, and no. then you can do two. it if she misses. Right. right. So the, close. now let's see, the mechanics, you had two purple, right? Uh-huh. Oh! <laughs> Another failure. Another one failure with yeah. one advantage. Yeah. Do you guys okay. have a rank in athletics or whatever you're trying? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. No, we, she has mechanics. mechanical. She's mechanical. You only get one green, one yellow? So uh-huh. because, again, I mean, because of two. the net advantage, I'm going to say you didn't break it still. If somebody comes up with a net of a threat, then you're going to bust it to where you can't get it open. I'll try again. This is interesting because I have one rank in athletics, but I get a yellow and two greens. And JJ, as one of the times yep. Good. The, the guy's pushing the button to talk to you in the background, where did you, all our you faintly hear go? somebody say, what's that noise coming from we the vent? We use them, sort of. What you got? Uh, let's cancel. There we go. Got it. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, one success got. with one advantage net. Woo-hoo! All right. So you open up right. the, uh, the grate on the vent. Now, everybody can go through there, but, of course, only one person can be stay. in the lead. I'm going to stay okay. and keep talking to them. Okay. I will be in the lead. Yeah. Sure. Because right. I did the hard work. Okay. So you and get you're big, beautiful. Now, man. do I need to stealth check as I go along here, or can I just move? But do you want them not to hear you? I would prefer that they not. <laughs> then try a stealth check. I'm not very stealthy, but we're going to give it a... And who else is going down there, or is he going alone to start? Um, no, I would go back with him. I've got two yeah, frag Yeah, I think grenades, I'd follow so third. All right, so well, I, I would I've like, got an AP grenade. I would like a stealth check from each of the active people. Do we know who's in there yet? And what? let me give you... A number here. I gotta see who's inside there. You are going to be against. It was willpower that we said against. Willpower or perception? I uh, well, hold on. Does he have perception? No, he does not. So, your check is against three purple. Jeez. Good lord. Um, Well, this is against you know the smart guy. Can I? You sure can? Can I plead that JJ's pressing the button? Yep. Is distracting them to get them down from three purple to two purple, or at least get them. I boost second those. that. No, but you can use a light side point to turn one of your green to yellow. No, no, no wait. How about I'll use a dark side then to change one of the purple to red. You know how many people are in there? Uh, right now, you don't know how many. All right, screw this stealth stuff. I'm throwing an AP grenade in the room. <laughs> well, there's a grade at the other end. 
Yeah. We gotta get through. <laughs> gotta, whether, you gotta whether get they know in we're there. coming or not. You, you have to get to the end before you can do something at the end. Alright, let's just try the stealth and uh, see what happens. This guy has a willpower of three, which means you are opposing three purple dice. Oh, I am so awesomely stealthy. Nice. I'm neither with two threats. So oh, yeah. you failed. Yeah, I got it. Uh, technically, not a success, so it's a failure, right? Right. Okay. I've got two successes. These advantages. I got two successes against two threats. Okay. Two successes, no threats. Okay. No. So. Yeah, because he's okay. canceled. Those. Take uh, uh, take one strain for uh, Kale, and you had two successes, no threats. Okay. You had fail, but I I had it was even, yep. and then I had I think advantage. two. You had one advantage. Okay. Then I had one advantage. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Because it's a failure, we won't do anything with that yet. Uh, if it makes any difference, I was going third. <laughs> uh, so I succeeded well, and got the end off first. I had already great. played it earlier that uh, they could hear noises because you guys kept banging at the grate trying to open it. One mm. guy was wondering what the noise was in the grate. Uh, it would be a little more obvious that somebody was crawling in there if they made a lot of noise. Excuse me. But you got through, okay, you get to the end, looking out the ventilation shaft, you can see, let me see if I can actually tell you what's in there at this point. Um, inside is... Emperor Palpatine is getting his feet rubbed by Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> inside <laughs> is... <laughs> oh, Darthy, you do it so good. Uh, <laughs> you know all the right spots. Use the force. I'm just going to talk here. Yeah, please do. Otherwise, it doesn't sound so fun. They don't have something in here to accommodate what you're doing, so I have to paraphrase what's going on here. Yeah. And I'll try it. Um, First off, you don't need to throw a grenade. Let me read this so you don't need to. Hold on to the grenade. Okay. All right. So you're going to push your way into the control center, your blaster drawn, and you find yourself at a room full of computer screens and startled operators. When they see your weapon, probably your blaster, right? Mm-hmm. Not your by, by his weapon. They raise their hands and surrender. Sweeping the room, you see various lesser officers, but no lieutenant. You cautiously pick your way through the room, taking the officer's sidearms and looking for where the commanding officer might have gone. As you take one of the officer's pistols, he shudders slightly and his eyes flick instinctively to the large desk in the corner of the room. Moving to the... I hate playing people's characters for them, but this is the way the narrative goes. Moving to the desk, you and your comrades, because you're all in there now. um, At least three of us. Shove it aside, revealing a loose panel, and beneath that, a tunnel that leads to the ground beneath the base. The long, narrow path extends into the darkness in the direction of the garage. You wheel on the surrendering officers. Before you can even raise your voice in anger, one of them shudders again and blurts out a confession. Uh, Lieutenant Sarah's headed to the comm station a few clicks from here. He's probably sending a message to the moth that that Whisper Base has fallen. The other officers in the room turn to look darkly at the man who snapped. You need to intercept Lieutenant Sarah before he can report in. Crap. Dun, dun. I'll yell Peter bike time, baby. to Vendry. Vendry, get to the garage! Go! Yeah. 
Now that is the end of Encounter 6. We move on to Encounter 7, labeled The Chase. It's a chase. I want to. I want to chase in the ATST. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, the thing is, I think uh, they were powered down. Well, you power them. Oh, he stole the battery from the oh, shuttle. Hold on. So. No, I might be wrong here. All right. So you guys are going to give chase, yes. like it or not. You yeah. are. Yeah. Okay. Yep. We like it. I'll take a speed. We like it a lot. So you're speed racing after the devious Lieutenant Serev. Uh when you reach the garage, you find that one of the two ATST walkers is gone, but the other walker and the eight functional 74-ZB speeder bikes in the garage are <laughs> operational and practically ready to go. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'll run over and start trying to unlock the hatch since I noticed it was yeah. locked earlier. Oh. Uh, let's do a... I'm going to see if they specifically the have it. The hatch is still locked? Well, he, he told me earlier when I tried to get into it that it was <laughs> This gray paragraph right here? You're astute. Astute. It says, astute PCs might remember from the first scene that the ATSD in the bay is locked. Uh, well, go to so the you can try the and hotwire the walker off. with an easy mechanics check, or the, the robot, the droid, Tor, is in there. Oh. Yeah. And what, is, what, what can he help me do? Can Tor unlock it? Are you going to ask him? Yeah. <laughs> Tor, please Tor. unlock it. If you freed him from its restraining bolt, it can open and start the ATST for you. Heck yeah. Jump start that, buddy. Now, here's the trick. We have four players. The ATST can hold three. I would stay in a bike. Hey, He's taking a bike. So yeah. we've got two on the speeder bike. Heck Actually, yeah. you're the pilot. Uh, I'll be in the ATST. Kurt knows. T, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so that on bikes. that bike, baby. Let's see if we can do it this way. Once One of the only PC good parts of the Jedi, I mean, after all those little Ewoks. Yeah, the, je- the Ewoks are cute. All I right, this let's this. put something on this. Man, um, I would look the coolest on a speeder bike. <laughs> it's a tree! I like to think that the helmet never fit. So he probably just had, has gotten rid of it. So he has stormtrooper uniform, but no helmet because he just dropped it in the hallway. Is that Blue's Clues? All right. Do we know how to ride speeder bikes? Uh, every, everyone does, right? I mean, you just can't I mean, start. It's no, like riding a regular I got no bike. Skill, no skill in piloting. It's All right, so here we go. Like a we got um, a little bit. There, there's a new bit of narrative to read for this part here now. With a whir and a clank, your vehicle rushes out of the hangar, pursuing the path that Lieutenant Serev has left behind him. The lieutenant clearly favored speed over subtlety, but you can still see his ATST in the distance tromping forward through the jungle. Suddenly, an alert flares to life on your vehicle, warning that a group of objects is moving in quickly from behind. Ooh. The signal indicates that they are... Imperial, likely sent by Serif to cover his retreat. With a shriek, a pack of speeder bikes carrying scout troopers comes tearing past, firing a salvo of blaster bolts at your craft. S. Crafts. 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 Uh, Let's see. All right, so the attacking speeder bikes inflict minimal harm on their first pass. Each vehicle controlled by one or more PCs suffers one system train, uh, strain, which its controller should note. 
Um, you guys, I don't think, have this equipment on your character sheet. You might want to take a look just for kicks maybe on the last page, if there's anything about a speeder bike or... No, or, sir. No, okay. So let me give you a couple numbers to deal with. Um, speeder bike, system strain, three. Hull trauma, two. Armor, zero. Speed, three. Handling plus one. We have all of the same stats for the ATST. Whoever's controlling that. System strain is 12. Hull trauma is 15. One five. Armor is three. Speed is two. And handling is minus one. We just took a negative one. Negative one to system strain. Yep, system strain. Uh, every vehicle has a, a one system strain now. All right, so Except who's on one. a speeder bike? Cause Us two. <laughs> you guys are taking speeder bikes? Yeah. Uh, and now you all also want to know that the weapon on the speeder bike is gunnery skill. And its damage is four. And the damage for the ATST? Uh, ATST is also gunnery. The damage is five. Now, this is damage against um, other big things. If you get hit by a gun from a vehicle, you're just dead, right? So you're not, if you're shooting at something else, you're shooting at another vehicle. So that's four damage against a vehicle, not four damage against a person. It's death to a person. Okay. All right. So the ATST, does it require only one pilot to both drive it and shoot it? In this case, we're going to say maybe. Let me read what it says here first. Um, as a forward-mounted twin heavy blaster cannon. Uh, Those things don't seem that fast in the movies. They're not. Mm-mm, they're not. Yeah. Speed two. I mean, the speeder, the speeder bikes are only right. three, though. Yeah. That doesn't seem right. Nah. They're it's they're okay. quick, but they're not well, that. It also fast. seems like their damage should be way higher than ours. We're four and they're five. Yeah. So in this, so let me just give and you a little bit of the um, a little bit of what they call for the vehicle scale weapons. So the the vehicle weapons are much more potent than personal armaments, but they're also harder to use on small targets. In this scenario, an attack from a personal scale weapon cannot harm a vehicle. So you can't shoot your blaster and, and mess up a speeder bike. Uh, attack from a vehicle weapon that hits a character inflicts damage as normal and also inflicts one critical injury. Bad guys die on a critical injury. You guys don't die, but it hurts. Mm-hmm. And we have um, to keep track of them. But hitting a character with a vehicle weapon requires a hard gunnery check. That's three purple. So at, that's if you're targeting a character. If you're targeting another vehicle, it doesn't do the same. Okay. All right. All right. And I so think we kind of may have some of the... Roll um, cool. So we have gunner, engineer, and target, or pilot, I'm sorry. And this is for the ATST. So the gunner attacks and aims. The engineer does damage control as an action, healing the vehicle. I'm not in the Right, ATST. so if Why you only have you be, two though? people, then you're going to be a, a pilot bike. and a gunner. Because we screwed it up. Right. Pilot. Or we're super awesome. The pilot awesome. is a move. Um just regular maneuver or evasive maneuvers. Um, you just go erratic, and that makes a difficulty die of someone shooting at you uh, go from a purple to a red. 
if you're taking evasive maneuvers. And you can also stay on target. And if you stay on target, keeping the vehicle steady and following a predictable path, uh, anybody on it can upgrade a ability die to a proficiency die. So, for example, if you pilot the vehicle and stay on target, he gets a green to a yellow on a shot as the gunner. Okay. So she'll be piloting, I'll be gunning. Yeah. We should, but they're probably also easier to hit, right? If they're not taking evasive maneuvers? Correct. Okay. So you and I need to be messing up some people. Now, or go after the character bike. on speeder bikes, a lot shorter. <laughs> you can attack with a vehicle weapon. You can aim. You can shortcut, which is you're trying to reach or escape an enemy by weaving between trees, etc. Um that's when you're, you're going towards another vehicle and you do opposing piloting checks. And this, you guys want to do this. It can happen on both, uh, the ATST and the speeder bikes. And then you have regular move and evasive maneuvers. That's all you can do on the speeder bike. Are we just going for the ATST or are we going to mess with the... You guys got to take out the, take off the speeder bikes. Force, yeah. All right. All right. So cool. are we rolling cool to start? Now let's see. Yeah, we, we are going to do initiative, but let's see. What's on the other side of the map? I don't know if there's something we can use or not on the other side. What it appears that... Yeah, so we got the whole jungle thing there. Maybe we can use that as a placeholder type of thing. Hey, look, there's the access shaft that we were looking for. <laughs> and you know, it never said to flip the map over. At least I didn't see it. So, so you're headed here. Base. The guy is going to the comm tower. We know comm this. Tower. Yep. So you guys are racing through here. Mm-hmm. You know and what? I want to check out the ship wreckage first. Not a big. Now, what I want to see, the, the last thing I need to find is how long or how many turns or what have you that he wins or not. Um, Six rounds. We have six rounds. And I'm just going to say you guys know based on speed that it's going to take a certain amount of time. And that translates into game terms as we have six rounds to stop him, uh, to disable his vehicle or whatever. You you need to stop him from sending his message at the comm station. All right. So we'll start with initiative. Cool track. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool, man, cool. What do these guys even have? They ain't cool. All right, and if it's not cool, Three successes, it's presence, one advantage. Yep. Four advantages. Four advantage. Triumph with two advantage. So you're first? No, he's oh, first. Gosh. Triumph always first. Oh, Triumph's first. Then me. Probably. Um, then me. I have one success for the lieutenant. So. So him. Vendry, Taco. Taco. Yep. Bendry, Taco, bad guys. Well, no. Kale. They, they don't have any successes. And then Kale. No. And what about your speeder bikes? So the speeder bikes are no successes. One advantage. And speeder bikes so she has last. two advantages. So, she so they're last. Yeah. And that scout trooper speeder bike pilot. Write the whole thing out. <laughs> you got SB. SB. <laughs> Silent bus. Are we sure we want to mess with them and not just go no. take yep. it down? We definitely want to. Well, they'll be shooting at you. That's they the will. idea. There's a lot of them. Yeah. So. All right. So let's start with the first no round. Um, okay. Do we have? We do. We have. Like one hit. So like, let's. No, we got some hold. Strength. I don't remember if they said how many there were. Give me a second. They're going to be treated as a minion. So let's just use two of them out there because those two are chasing down speeder bikes. And then we have this one for the bad guy. 
And one of them's a bad guy and one of them's you. So you guys pick. And um, there you go. Mm. And we had whether they can put your character tokens on top of those speeder bikes. In case you're wondering at home, we're putting out. We're not using full minis and not like Pathfinder with the vertical cardboard. Here we got these cool flat discs with nice artwork of the and characters. And I think this would be better if we were on a actual hex grid yeah. or something. But it's yeah. cool. They're they're cool. Tokens. Although we're not like doing movement. So. Right. We're just counting turns at this point, but it gives us a, a visual of yeah. how to deal with it. Is this the bad guys or is that us? That's bad, guys. bad guys. Bad guys. You guys are on. Gotcha. Your character token is on didn't top of Didn't they come from behind us? Bike. They did, well, but they flew around. in front of you. Gotcha. All right. So they are Jukle trying. To, and really the way this will work each time is it's just going to be a constant flow. He is pedal to the metal straight ahead. You guys need to catch him within six rounds. In the meantime, the other speeder bikes are going to be, you know, trying to come around and shoot at you and stop you from catching him. Uh, and I believe he is, I know his vehicle is going to be able to shoot back, so we're just going to say he's at least got a gunner, or he is the gunner, because they have a gunnery skill for him. Yeah. So the lieutenant will be the gunner on that. All right. Who's up first? We are ready. Vendry. Right. Vendry. There Aha. you go. I uh I'm going to attempt to use my gunnery skill to um knock out one of these speeder bikes. Okay. Um uh and they are treated as minions. So what we're going to say is there are um I think I need to say there are four of them. Give me a moment here just to make sure. Yep, there are. I remember that. Okay. So then Mike said yes, I don't need to read it. Four. There are four speeder bikes and Go. What's the difficulty? What's the difficulty? Oh, crap. You are shooting at them. You're attacking with a vehicle weapon. All In this encounter, all attacks to hit ATST walkers and speeder bikes average. Are average. Two purple. So two purple. When a vehicle's weapon deals damage, that damage is reduced by the target craft's armor. Okay. The damage is then applied as hull trauma, so it's soak. The vehicle's armor is soak, and hull trauma is hit points. All right. And you're shooting at which one? Sorry. A speeder bike. We're like one, one of the speeder dead. bikes. Go. Well, we'll see. Mm. Uh, mm. Yep. That's a two success, one disadvantage. Woo-hoo. Okay, so we'll suffer one, one strain. Two messes. Actually, we'll, we'll, we'll do it as um, system strain. I think. I don't see why not. Yeah. Oh, the system strain against the ATST. That would kill me quick, just so you know. Well, um, so that's system strain. Five, you? five points of damage to the uh, speeder bike. One of the speeder bikes. Oh, yeah. So boom, oh, hey, dead, they have five armor. The whole minion group has five? Yeah. Well, so their speeder oh. bikes have zero no, armor. I'm, I'm counting it wrong. I counted the speeder bike pilot. Not the uh, speeder bikes themselves. Uh, let's see. So, oh my gosh. So, if I'm going to treat them as minions, how do I do that? Uh, I mean, it should blow them up because they don't have any armor. But it's only one shot. It can't take out four of them. No. I no, mean, it would take out take the one. one. Right. Uh, the difficulty check to hit the pilot is harder, but it doesn't say anything about hitting the vehicle. 
All right, so what we're well, going to do then zero, is... Well, they had zero, Since you shot it... We've seen the movie uh, Return of the... Was it Return of the Jedi? Yeah. Yeah, where the ATST shoots a speeder bike and boom, it's gone. Mm-hmm. One of them is gone. Okay, but they're still having they're a still, pull the, they're, They are still take a full turn. So you have reduced them by a little bit. You might want to leave it. There's still three left. Yeah. yeah. Okay, who's up next? Taco! Taco Sushi! So... Flying on my speeder bike. Yep. And I'm just going to zap one of them. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. Go ahead. Average. All right. Average. Pew, 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 pew. Uh, let's light side it. You got a light side one? Yeah. Mm, we're in the dark. In the dark. Okay. What you got? There you go. Got it, got uh, it. Success. I, yep. Success. Um. Yep. Success. That's success. It. Nothing else. All right. So um, four so damage. Yes. Four. Yes. Four Please. damage. That takes out another speeder bike. Pew. So they're all gone. No, no there's two. two. Two are gone. Well, for crying out loud. There were four. Yeah. But they're they're they still have the same effectiveness until they are all gone. Should I use the light side? Up to we're you. Out. Up to you. We have one more. <laughs> I mean, we get him back if he uses them, right? That's if right. At this point, them. let's just do it. Let's, we got to take him out. So what does that do? It goes turns yeah, your green, green to yellow. yellow. You got it. Yep. All right, come on. Come on, baby. Come on, come baby. Come on, baby. Let's do That's a success. That's Wait, we skipped successes. the lieutenant. That is good. Three successes. We skipped the lieutenant. Can't, three successes, no. Lieutenant, yep. to me. We yeah, skipped the three successes. All right, so he's going to get a shot then. So I don't get any bonuses. We'll, we'll I just take the four damage. Another four damage another to the speeder bikes. Okay. So that's another one done. And then the See lieutenant you. can go. All right, we'll let him there's go. no additional damage if you get additional successes. He is well, now... One I of mean, the things I, I did catch here is although all of the speeder bikes, um, they are... Where is it? They are at close range from the PCs when they start, but the lieutenant is at medium range. Um, da, 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 da. Yeah, there we go. So he has to, when he's shooting back, it's going to be at medium range now, which means I'm going to add another purple die to shoot back. Uh, his gunnery skill, he's just going to shoot at the other ATST. You've got all dark side chips, too, just so you know. I know. That's going to get good. <laughs> so his gunnery skill is three green and a yellow, and I'm going to use a dark side point. Would I lose a yellow die? Mike, flip that did over. You Thank you. Yellow? Yeah, you did. And he is at medium range. So here's what we got. Uh, he can do what? Uh, those are the actions he can take. He can't aim. Okay, there we go. You got it now? I think so. Uh, no yeah. failure. Oof. Nice. So it's a success with no advantage or threat. So the shot goes back. The ATST does. Five, five points of damage. Five damage. And we have 15 And I, I have armor. no advantage, right? Damn it. No, I don't. Uh, with you advantage, if you have two advantage, by the way, the weapon can hit a second time automatically. Oh, it's wow. called linked. Well, what about if you, you have, have armor, two advantage? Though. So I had no advantage, but I had three successes. Doesn't matter. The, the damage from this is just flat because you're just shooting another So thing. what happens with you deal five damage to, her, to our 15 hull armor? But we've got three, well, yeah. three armor. armor. So three armor, it okay. ends up doing two damage. 
like what so I you did. Got a 13. Okay. Yeah. All right. So next. So who is now that? it's Zhao. That was a lieutenant. Zhao. Yep. Zhao. She is going to be piloting and piloting to move forward. And moving forward. So, so that's right. are you, is, are you trying to catch up to him quicker? Yeah. Yeah. So that would be taking the shortcut action. Um, you are going to target him, and you make opposed piloting checks against him. So what's his piloting his skill? His piloting is a yellow and three green. This is my cool. piloting. Edna's my piloting pilot is two, <laughs> two yellow, two green. So just make her roll one red and four purple. Why? Because that's exact, exactly what he has for a skill. Yeah, correct? but I could just roll these, and that's whoever fine. has the successes, right? It's fun to roll more dice. Might as well. Uh, oh, she has nothing oh, but advantage. Only advantage. advantage. We did this before. Opposing checks, page 15. It says to look there. Let me yeah, you, she has to roll four or one red and three purple. So for every ability die in the rival characters, a purple difficulty die. Yeah, so it, it is, yes. Three red and one purple. You no, roll. One red, three purple. Yeah, that too. But it doesn't matter. She got nothing but... Nothing but... <laughs> Although she what are the chances of that? <laughs> so, yeah. two disadvantage. All right. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Yeah, two threat. Okay, so what we're going to do there with the threat is the next attack against that ATST will have a... Um, gosh, what the heck is it called again? The black one. Black die. Setback. Setback. Set 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 back. You get setback. Ah. All right, who's up next? Uh, SB. Yeah, speeder bikes. Speeder There's one bikes. left. Hey. One speeder bike. They all attack the same anyway. Uh, let's see. Gunnery. What do these guys have for gunnery? Pew, pew. Single pilot. Oh, this does matter because as a single pilot, he gets three green. As a group of four, the full group of four, it's three yellow. So that's good. That does matter. We did a good job then. Yeah. So in thinning them out, but... I still succeeded with one threat. Who are you attacking? Um, it's just going to be whoever was closest. Who shot last uh, between you two on the speeder bikes? Uh, Kurt. Kurt. Yeah, so it'll be Kurt. Uh, you swung by and shot at him. He comes around, shoots back at you. And that is damage of four. Four, and I have no armor. Correct. So I take four to my hull, which is two, so I'm dead. Well, the speeder, speeder bike is destroyed. Your speeder bike's out of control. Right. Or so I'm on the ground, yep. and let's, uh, shaking my fist. Stay you on bastard! That's so fun. All right. <laughs> but she didn't yeah. move very fast, so you could yeah. probably run and catch up to the ATST. Let's see. You're going to do a Legolas? Wrong universe. You're going to do a Legolas move and climb up? Or I could do like Luke with the grappling hook and then put the grenade inside. That too. I would not, wouldn't recommend a grenade. Not in us. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend a grenade with us. Not with you, but with him. <laughs> oh, if I all right. Him. So who's after Vendry? Vendry. All right. I uh, am going to attempt to shoot the uh, last speeder bike. Okay. And since I'm not attacking the ATST, I do not get a setback die. Right. right. All right. What you got? Wait, no. You still need to roll two purple, though. That oh, is no a failure with three advantage. Oh. All right. Has the ATST taken damage? Yes. Yes, barely. Um, 
So let's use the advantage to get one one of the damage back. Okay. So we'll do that. Did you turn your microphone off? I did. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so we'll do that. And wait, would that be system strain or whole tra- whole trauma? We're gonna do it whole as trauma. the uh, whole trauma. Whole trauma is like hit points. Yeah. I think is what I want to do. Uh, yeah, because you can repair whole trauma or system strain. But uh, we'll do the whole trauma. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then... Taco! All right, Taco. I'm going to try to take out that last speeder bike. You're not going to... That was the last one. Did he, he didn't... He didn't succeed. Oh, he failed. All right, I shouldn't have marked that as dead then. You go ahead and do that. Swing by... I want to use that white... That light side point for this. You got to get that dude dead. Otherwise, he's just going to swing around and kill right. him, probably. I'm sitting on the ground there, playing with yeah. myself. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. I have yeah. Success. two successes and two threats. Yep. All right. With that, we are going to suffer another... No, actually, we're going to do the same. It's going to be another setback die the next time somebody attacks the uh, so PTSD. Two so that'll be two. Yeah. The speeder bike. This guy down. needs to get away, uh, and okay. the damage is going to destroy that speeder bike because okay. it does four. So, it's just so now it's the lieutenant's turn. Yep. You want to swing by and pick up? Can your I? Well, can uh, yeah, yeah. I would love to. To get everybody together. Although me being on the, your bike doesn't help. Can well, I get up with them and then be the engineer? No. No. It will be moving too fast. You can't keep up on foot. I'll right. pick you up. All right. All right. So that'll happen. What's that? Who's after? Uh, Lieutenant. Topic? Lieutenant. Oops, All right. He's going to take another shot back. Speeder bikes are dead. At the ATST. With setback. And his gunnery again was a yellow and three green. And you hadn't gotten any closer, so I'm going to use the three purple still. What do we get here? I oh, have a whole bunch of failure. <laughs> well, there's only one failure canceled out there. Oh, so he has three success. Or, uh, one success. He is successful with three advantage. Three advantage. That's what we get. Oh, that's a shame because with four, I could have got a critical. Oh, well. Um, however, with the two, he can hit a second time. So it's going to deal five damage twice. So four more damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that'll go. Each one hits armor, right? So it's not ten total; it's five and five. Um, all right, so that's his shot, and they are. Uh, you see, at this point, he must have said something to the pilot because the the ATST starts performing erratic maneuvers. In that case, evasive maneuvers. Yeah, uh, in that direction. All right, who's Kale's up after that? Well, I'm on the back. Kale's of just riding on the back. I'm on the back. Of yep. So now it's Zal's turn. So you guys... I can't um, throw a grenade at him or anything. At no, him? I, no, no. At the uh-huh. Our right. stuff doesn't damage it. All right. But you guys are going to be able to speed up, catch up. faster than they can because you have one more speed. <laughs> All right. So you're on the way. You should have some kind of advantage, too, because I'm scouting out the scene for you and telling you where to go. Uh-huh. Tree! Or you're just backseat <laughs> driving. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> pissing him off. So All right. Piloting? Right? I have the biggest eyes. Yeah, in the world. piloting. Let's see Ooh. if you can catch up with him. What round are we on? Is anybody watching? It's a dream. This is our second full round. Ooh, roll, triumph! Roll your well, the lieutenant has gone twice, right? Yeah, he's gone twice. Three, three purple purples. and one red. Three purple, one red. Yep. Wait, this is the one where we had the black. This is only when you're attempting to shoot him. 
I'm just piloting. Okay. Oh, bastard. So that is a success. Success. Okay. The triumph. Because of triumph. the triumph. Nice. triumph cancel out, they cancel out the threats. So it's just a success. The no, triumph will cancel out one threat. Right. Yeah, so that, that advantage cancels out that threat. That triumph cancels out exactly. that. So okay. it's just, just success. success. It is just Two success. successes. Yep. All right. So. Total. Uh, so that'll be five damage. No, this is her piloting. Pilot, that'll be her faster. On so now, So now, instead of at medium range, you're closing to short um, vehicle range. And this also means she stays on target? Yep. Which means well, no, in this case, this, if you're trying to catch him, you're doing the shortcut action, not staying okay. on target. Okay, next. Um, staying on target is just keeping it steady. Right. So, so that the, pi- the speeder bikes are gone. To shoot Vendry. At. Yep. Vendry's at. Vendry. All right. I will be um, attempting to shoot him with okay. a short range. Go for it. Short range. So one purple and then one setback. Right. Yeah. Uh, with the speeder bike, you can catch up. Two setbacks, actually. It is two setbacks for the next attack. They gained another him. setback. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yep. You want to use the light side? Mm, it might be all right. Actually, probably not worth it on this one. Not, not on this one. I don't know about that. Well, this one might be a lost cause, but the next one will be a good. Let's see. And we're rolling. Oh, yeah. What you that is... We got it. Oh, no, we didn't. Two success. Well, there's no failures. There's no failures. All right. And no threat. Is two success. Not, was that rolled? No, this one not rolled. Okay. Well, yeah. you should have a pur- another purple one in there. No, you said we're short range, so it's only one. Every attack is average. Two purple. Oh, Every okay. attack. It's only when the range increased that I it was threat. adding a purple to oh, okay. Still a success. Yeah. My fault. Still a success. So it's two success, one threat. Okay. So with that one threat, we are going to add a system strain onto the two walker. Threat. I, I lied. Two threat. With two threat, then we're going to add another setback die to the next attack. All right. Mm. That's better. Uh, anyway, but you got success, so you're going to deal five damage. Yep. This is the first it has gotten hit. That's the first hit on it? Yeah. Yeah. I took out the speeder bikes first. I figured that would be easier to... Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So it's me, and yep. I'm going to take the speeder bike up there and Go zap taco. it. Go taco. Hopefully take its legs out from under it. Go for it. All right. So I roll two green. Got two purple. Mm-hmm. And then here are the comm links while I'm shooting. Damn it, Jim. We need an engineer. Now, this is one of those things where, again, think of it from the perspective of the movies. Um, a speeder bike would have to hit an ATST. If that was a one on one combat, the speeder bike would have to hit it 15 times before it dropped. So and each one is going to do one point of damage because it goes. I have absolutely nothing. nothing. We don't do just completely canceled out, so it's just a failure. Yeah. Okay. All right, next. All right, next is, after Taco is the lieutenant, he's going to train his guns on that speeder bike that just went by. Wait, what were you, what pew, you were just pew, saying, pew. Joe? Well, the, the ATST only does one more damage than the speeder bike. But the armor. The ATST has three armor, and the speeder bike does four damage. So you're only going to do one point each shot. But they only it has, do two. It has 15 hull damage. But if they only right. do two... So this is where everybody shoot at it. They don't right. hit every round. They can't get done in six rounds. Pretty much. 
and then you have some more time after you get to the comm station. So there are two splits here. You're either stopping him from getting there, or you're stopping him once he gets there. You have one more shot if you don't kill him in the meantime. Because the most you could do is 12. He is shooting back. Have you tried climbing in? And we are going to succeed. So we're going to do five damage to that speeder bike that you two are on. You did damage? Speeder speeder bike. bike Shot down the speeder bike. All right. So you two are knocked off, falling. You you fall like Leia and Luke. Where where does he have to do any kind of piloting skill? Because he's only ever using gunnery. The piloting is when you're doing something specific. Um, right. So it's a move. And you're only rolling a piloting skill when you need to do the shortcut action. Okay. Um, actually, that may be the only thing. You have to be... There has to be a pilot on the bigger vehicle. Okay. Right. But you're only but rolling, and it's an opposed piloting check, because you're trying to catch them, and they're not trying to let you catch them. Fair enough. That's it. So that, he has in a this, pilot in there with him? That's the only piloting skill. He has a pilot in there with him? Yeah, he would, have, he would probably have a pilot, an engineer, and he's the gunner. And the thing that bothers me, too, about this yeah. encounter, so to speak, is ATSTs only have forward lasers. So he's running backwards, shooting back at us. It does say it's forward-mounted uh, twin heavy blaster cannons, but yeah. Yeah, like that's what, that's what I'm like. Yeah. How is he shooting back at us? Is he running backwards mm-hmm. and going slower? Uh, we'll say yes. Why not? <laughs> So, he's so it's going, going to take slower. him 12 so rounds, 12 rounds, to get rounds there. not six. <laughs> <laughs> no. Can they swivel? They can't swivel their they head. Cannot they can't swivel. They can't swivel. They, they had the little things on the side of their head that could point backwards. And then there's no windows back there going yeah. that way. That's why he's not doing so great. I don't know. He took Who's out next? two speeder bikes. He took bikes. out two bikes, right? Uh, so well, actually, there's another speeder bike that took you guys. They are, they are knocked out. So, yeah. um, so it's Zal. No, it's Lieutenant's turn now. He Lieutenant just, went. just went. He took okay, out yeah. the speeder so, bike. Yeah. Yeah. Zal. So I guess all I can no, do is... No, Kale at first. What are you going to I'm do? sitting on the back. Yeah. No, <coughs> you're sitting on the ground now. Yeah, you guys got shot down. Yeah. Oh, I missed that. Sorry. I stretched. So How far is he from the comm tower? Uh, right now, two more turns. He's going to reach it. Can I... Three more, isn't it? Reach the uh, This is the tower? start of the fourth turn. Two more. No way, because I've going gone twice. Whereas I thought she was towards the top. All right, no, so no. we're in the third turn still. No, third I'm round. the first one. So uh, when I go again, it'll be the third turn. The lieutenant has shot three times now. I don't know how. Because I Because did. one was the speeder bike shooting. No, but I went three times. Yeah. Did you miss a turn? I Maybe. I don't you know. You may have missed a turn. No, but you okay. shot speeder bike. I think you took out two speeder bikes and then you missed. Okay. So my turn, all I can do really is pilot. Full steam stay ahead. The course. Can we you're pilot and pick him. up the engineer? Can we do that? How you far is it? Can we pick, can we up, pick the up the engineer? Uh, yeah. Uh, make a... Uh, well, let me see. That's, that would just be a move. So, yeah. But he will get one distance away from you. So essentially, we can play it like this. You can go back and pick up both of them. Well, Maybe the, one can hang on to a leg or something. And then you will catch him when he arrives at the comm tower. That sounds good. All right, let's skip ahead to that. Okay. Okay. And now... I really didn't think that this encounter was very well thought out. It's a Mm. weird way to do it because... 
ATSTs cannot fire backwards. Yeah. He also can't go that fast. Uh, so now uh, you get there just as he gets. Um, you see, he runs inside, and the doors lo- uh, are shut behind him. <laughs> and there's one stormtrooper stationed outside. We blast him with the ATSD, and he is there to operate the bunker's light and laser cannon. Yeah, definitely shoot him with the ATSD. <laughs> pew pew. Yeah, can we shoot that door? You, you want to shoot mist. at that? So you are now at the comm station. Shoot it. And the comms... Uh, comm tower. Let me see. So there's a single light laser cannon, and this guy has a uh, gunnery skill, so he'll use that. Uh, so as you arrive there, what we'll do is you're in... It, there's one action that you guys will take, and if you don't kill him, he's going to shoot back at you. So. Okay. So do we shoot the comm dish, or do we shoot the gunnery station? Comm dish. Uh, no, I can sh- tell you it doesn't make that much of a difference. Uh, oh, it does, because you can't do enough damage to hurt it. Unless you get a... No, you can't. The The station itself has five armor. Well, let's take out the guy and then run inside. Don't we want to take out the dish? That way def- he can't get in, in contact with It's not going to let us the dish, take out the dish. The dish has five armor, so... Yeah. You can't do enough damage to destroy it with your vehicle. But we can turn this guy into mist, so... Uh, <laughs> yeah, JJ just shoot. bulldoze it? Shooting him, can I step on it? Uh, shooting a vehicle's weapon at a non-vehicle target is three purple. It's hard. Can pass. I step on the comm tower or like kind of ram no. it? You cannot destroy it. Can you step on the stormtrooper? I could probably step on the stormtrooper. And every round that goes by is another round that he's closer to making his communication. All right, so... It's we time sensitive. Well, we're all... Yes, it's time sensitive. So what are we doing? It's, so it's we're shooting, shooting him. <laughs> well, if it's hard to hit him with the ATSD gun, why don't I pop out of the top with my with my? Uh, well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna it. fire on mine. Shoot. So it's my you, turn. All right, I gotta try him. All right, he's dead. That was easy. As long as you're successful, yes, you missed. kill him. Yes, missed exactly. All right, so now, how are you going to get inside? I'm gonna hack hop computers. off and uh, hack the door and. Run inside. All right. So you have to break inside, and we are now in the second round since you've been there. And I'm trying to see if there's an easy way to tell you how to do that. I th- I'm, we're going to do another computer check. First round, right? But mm-hmm. second person, first round. How is the first person in this round? Yeah. Right. But this is so you guys arrived, and he's inside. What at that point? That's when we started. So he has six rounds from the time he enters to destroy the bunker. All right. So two oh, you or guys three. have that much time to destroy it. Let's see, that's so interesting. They want you to destroy it, but they give you vehicles that can't have enough damage to actually destroy it. Go figure. All right. So go ahead. Blast door two or three. Three. It's going to be a hard uh, skill check to open it. Uh, fail. Fail? Fail and a lot of fails. With what? Any advantage, threat? Well, how's that work out? Um, two advantage. Yeah. All right. So because you failed with advantage, you don't break anything. All right. Okay. Uh, Kale. It just didn't open. Kale. Hey, we skipped Go, the lieutenant. Kale. No, lieutenant, lieutenant's now at the top He's of the inside. order. Yeah. Are we... Inside? No, we no, have to nope. get inside. You have to figure out how to... Essentially, you have six rounds 
to either destroy the bunker, break inside, or find another another clever solution to stop Sarah from sending his distress signal. Sandbags are labeled on this map, so let's throw them in the calm dish. Because <laughs> anything that's labeled is obviously important. <laughs> that's interesting. It does say sandbag. It's not on here, of course, but it does say it, yes. Throw, the, all, throw all the sandbags in there. Ca- bury I mean, the calm dish. Is there wires going to the calm dish from the, the bunker? Can, can he just go over and cut the cables? There are things like that, but what, what we're going to do is whoever the active player is is going to decide what they're doing. Uh, we can all talk about it, but you're going to decide what you're doing, and then I'm going to give you a role to do it. I mean, I'd like to try to do something to disable the dish directly because I don't have the okay. computer stuff to get inside. Is there a... So you want to do something mechanics then is what I would say. Yeah, or explosive. I've got an AP grenade. I've got a frag grenade. I've got... The frag grenade might do something. It does eight damage plus a little. But eight damage against the armor of a building is insignificant as far as the game rules go where we are right now. Let me see if I can do something. Let me do a perception check if I can to see if there's something mechanical I can damage. All right. So here's what we'll do then. Um, That would be your action. And you could then tell somebody else the results of what you find and they could act on it. Okay. Or you could act next turn. Uh, average or easy? Or uh, just, well, I mean, I'm just looking. You're looking to see if you can disable something with the comm dish. Yes? Yes. All right. And we'll, we're, we'll do it as... Um, let, let's do this. What's, what's better for you, perception or mechanics? They're both stinky. They're both two greens. <laughs> let's do it as mechanical then. You're going to do it. It's a mechanic. You're looking for something you could break, right? Okay. So we'll do it as mechanical. Um, yes, and that's going to be, uh, it's actually going to be, at, we'll say average, because you're just looking to break something. Which that is exactly even. Zero. All right, so you don't find anything. Right. Next. All right, Zal. 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 All right, so. Have we tried, we should. Tried shooting. We tried disarming it. Well, actually, that that was part of what I was saying. You can't shoot it. You cannot deal enough damage to break it. However, I you can, might be able to do something. I can blast the doors open, right? No, the blast. That's doors. a blast, door. blast yeah. door. Blast doors don't get blasted. Technically, the comm station has five armor. Dealing damage to it is not going to do it because you don't have anything that deals more than five building too, right? damage. I have mechanics. You yeah. can try hacking the door. Will mechanics allow me to hack? No, mechanics would allow you to look at the, the calm dish and see what could be broken yeah. on it to not let it send signals. Yeah. Which is what we just covered. What he just said. Yeah. Go so for it. So you try it. I'm on the wrong page, but at the <laughs> Here we go. That All looks right. better. So you're going to use that skill with two opposing purple dice. And what do we got? Oh. Fat load of nothing. nothing. Fat load of nothing. Yeah. Another just wash. Okay, that's another fail. Nothing bad happens, but does that get us to the next round? That gives us a start of the next, uh, next round. Lieutenant All right. Okay, and who's up? Me. Go for it. What you want to do? Um, so you guys are just kind of like, what do I, what, I can't figure it out. Blah, 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 blah. Next. Uh, computers to try to hack into the door. All right, let's do that. This is going to be hard. Three purple. You guys still have a light point, too, don't you? Do you want to use your light point? Yeah, good. Yeah. Put that last uh, green to a yellow. And what do we end up with there? We have four success versus one one failure. So three three success. A bunch of threat, though. Four four threat. Okay. Five threat. All right. So 
Three success, five threat. The door opens. Um, and well, and it shuts again and breaks my hand. <laughs> it opens. <laughs> it shuts again. It opens not far enough for you to get in, but you can see inside. That's bullshit. All right, so you can see inside the lieutenant and a uh, couple of uh, stormtroopers in there with him, and the, he's pushing buttons, and it looks like he's getting ready to send a signal. I yell out, AP Kale, grenade. AP grenade. <laughs> Who's up next? Taco. Uh, Taco. Um, since I'm standing beside the door, I'm just going to take my turn to... Oh, I don't think I have any grenades left. I'll just shoot through that little hole. Okay. And, and I specifically him. described it that way to make it a hard shot. So you're going to roll three purples. Okay. And Do you so, want a yeah, frag You can grenade? see in there I've and you're putting the Are tip you of your weapon of at it. You can make one of them red? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> Good try, though. Right now there are no lights. Two success. Two success. Two with success. Two threats. Two threats. All right. What's the damage there? Uh, six. Because this guy actually has some two, stats. Eight. Eight? Oh, he actually has a um, strain threshold. Wow, it's the first guy. I'm going to need a new piece of paper here. Let me flip this one over. And give me the total damage again. Eight. Eight. Okay, so six against the... Okay. Next. That would be Kale. Yep. All right, Kale. <coughs> AP got? grenade time. All right. If this I'm, is, am I in range, short range? Uh, you're going to try the door. Push it through the door and right. hope it works. Right. It's still going to be hard. So I'm going to aim. Just lob it through and, the door. And, <laughs> and you've got three purple against you. Right. Underhand. Do I get a like boost for an aim? No, he has no, to just push it through the little mail slot that's open oh, right that's now. Bullshit. Yeah. All right, so I can't get an aim for a grenade. No. Uh, yeah. n- well, now I'm going to say in this case, not really, because that's you're fine. pushing it through this little hole. Okay. And then I get three. Yep. Yeah. What you got? Ay, ay, ay. Right. Oh, yeah. Is that Two, success? success? Two successes against three right. threats. Okay. All right. So the grenade goes in, and it will finish. Well, it will. What was it? Stun or frag? I can't Six remember. No, this is 16 damage. It, it'll. Oh, that's like an AP three grenade. Armor. It's yeah. an AP okay. grenade. This is so nasty. That's going to take them out. Yeah. Yay. And you defeated oh. <laughs> So Woo. that's the end of uh, encounter number seven, and I read to you. With Lieutenant Serov out of the way, Whisper Base is yours. Moff Dardano will eventually realize that his listening post is no longer active. Still, you've won a great victory today and a chance to prepare for the coming storm. Woot, woot. That was a close call. Dun, dun, dun. Holy cow. What would have happened if we didn't get done in six rounds? Did we just kind of keep the base? And um, they, if you didn't get done in six rounds, you get Sarah's message. It's on its way, on its way to Moff Dardano, and your cover is blown. Still, you took Whisper Base, and you might even be able to hold it if you can withstand the Moff's counter-strike. Your life is about to get a lot more exciting. And a Star Destroyer comes in and blows <laughs> <Boom. laughs> You see off in the distance in space this bright green light that approaches rapidly, and then you don't see anything. Nope. And then we're gone. You're Interesting. Gone. You know, the only disappointing part about that last section was that there was no Wookiee cock. No. Well, <laughs> now there is. Well done, Kurt. Well done. Way to go. <laughs> All, All right. right. I think we're going to wrap this one up here. Bye, and everybody. Bye. bye. And Wookie Cock. A few days later, we recorded our review of Star Wars Age of Rebellion beginner game. 
The audio is a little different from normal as we recorded at the Stevens home with limited equipment. Now, on to our review. Hi, and welcome to JJ's House for Adventures from the Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com, at Facebook, iTunes, Twitter, Stitcher Radio, Google+, a bunch of places online. Make sure you go check us out. Just search on Google. And what? Just search on Google. Just search, right yeah, there. we're also available at Google.com or Bing.com because it's not Google. But yeah. we are going to today take a, a little while and talk about our review of the Star Wars Age of Rebellion beginner game. We played this a few days ago and we've had a little time to think it over. And we are going to give you our review of the game. But we're going to start going around the table this way and say hi. Hey, it's Kurt Schumacher. Glad to be here tonight. And Mike, sitting across from Joe this time, instead of beside him. That's a whole new setup here tonight. Yeah. It's funky. Yeah. This is JJ's house, and I am JJ, and I am the host of this show now, because we are at my house, and I rule. <laughs> and Mickey and is here in spirit. Mickey, Mickey is definitely here in spirit. And I'm Joe. Um, what, what we want to do first, we're going to try and take the same format we did when we did our preview of the game. So the first thing I'd like to talk about is the physical stuff we received in the box. And we've spread it out on the table here. So just as a, a, uh, a recap of it, we have the books that go along with it. So the adventure book, the rule book. Then we also have the character folios. We have the map. And we have some counters, and we also have the dice. We actually don't have the dice on the table, but we remember what they're like. Mm. Um, so let's um, talk first about some of the stuff we all use. For example, the map. What did we think about how the map worked in the game? Um, I thought that the map was really... The map and all the, the stuff had really nice art. However, my problem with the map came more with the how the adventure was laid out, which to me it they label all these things on the map and have a part where they want you to explore the base, and then half the things on the map don't have anything in it. So hmm. it sort of seems like almost lazy compared to the like uh, fifth edition starter set where. Everything in the town had a person or a thing you could buy or an adventure or something that you could fight. Like, there wasn't really an excuse for this, for them to not come up with 12 things for right. them to do. And, and I would agree with that as we were going through the adventure and we wanted to explore the base. It would have been really nice for the recreation room to say there is nothing in this except for a TV and some chairs or something like that but it, it skipped some rooms completely and it would have been nice to have some entry like I mean for example my biggest my, my biggest problem with it was the not to scaleness of it you know we, they gave you these great icons but unless you had your own battle map prior to playing this game you did not have a grid system to use and I think that's a that, that's a detractor. Mm -hmm. Although with the long range of most of the weapons, um, the the distance you were away from the enemies was sort of negligible. I yeah, mean. I think the physical quality of the production is very good. I think it's one of the high points of this beginner game. I mean, when you open it up, the books look great, artwork on the character sheets and everything's beautiful. 
Uh, a lot of good stuff there. The map itself is nice in that it's double-sided with two totally different maps, an interior of the base and then the surrounding exterior area, uh, and it does look good. Um, I share a lot of the same complaints about the structure uh, of the adventure and the way it uses the map, and we can t- you know, talk more about that, but I do think the mm-hmm. physical quality of the layout of the beginner set is very nice. Right, so let's move on then to what you guys had in front of you the whole time, the character folios. How do you think those worked? I thought it was really cool that um, that they had the beginner, how you started, and then when you flipped the page to level up, everything was changed, and it gave you options, and it always explained what the dice were, because to me, the dice aren't as straightforward as... I would want them to be, but they're still cool because they have nice little pictures on them. No numbers. I still I, I get a kick out of that. No but, numbers uh, on the dice. But yeah, the, the the character sheets are really nice. There's just there's a ton going on that they could probably consolidate slightly. But I mean, it it's it's a lot of stuff for someone that wants to like manage eighty three different things. <laughs> I mean, they do a nice job of uh, having labels, number labels for key parts. You know, there's a one up next to characteristics, and if you go over to where the blue one is, it explains what characteristics are. Similarly, for soak, for example, which is a term I did not know, it's got a three next to it in blue, so I can go right over there. Oh, and here's a two-sentence definition of soak. So that's really nice. It actually reminded me of kind of how the Pathfinder beginner box uh, does their character sheet? I just think of the old Palm Olive commercial. You're soaking in it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of skills, but they're easy to read and to use because there is a graphic for every skill, which dice you roll for your dice pool, which is really helpful. If I didn't have this in front of me, meaning if I were like a level four character, I have no idea if I'd be able to figure any of this out, what? and I just don't know because I haven't played it. But I. Like Mike said, it does a great job of giving you, here's your level one character sheet. Then when you level up, you literally turn the page, and now you have a two-page, here's your level two character sheet, and here's the choices you get to make, which is awesome. The question is, you know, at the end of level three, if you've done the extra stuff, I think it says you probably got enough XP to, to level up again. Well, you know, how do you do that without... You buy the... Well, exactly. The book. And, then, and then the question is, are you jumping into, you know, I just don't know, learning a really complex rules-heavy system... Mm-hmm. With throwing on top of it a dice system that I think is very cool but is not intuitive no. uh, there's just too many different dice for it to be I totally think, intuitive I think it's kind of it would be like an Apple product when the Apple products first came out they had a great design great functionality but they weren't intuitive until your brain just started clicking with it mm-hmm. um, so I think the dice eventually would be faster than you know rolling 10 dice 6 and then going all right, three, nine, ten, eleven, Agreed. fourteen. Mm-hmm. You know, you can just look. Okay, I succeeded. There's two threat or whatever it may be. I think it is a faster dice system, um, and it helps with the flow of combat and the flow of skill challenges or whatever else. Um, my thing is, what happens when you level up? Like I see almost a like a dungeon world esque problem where nothing really changes all that much as you progress in levels. Like, yeah, I think I agree with that. I, looking at the character sheet, you could have one or two things change on the whole sheet. And that yeah. seems kind of minimal. Now, one thing I guess we don't know in the regular system for the, the Star Wars universe and Fantasy Flight is 
is it based more on on equipment? Like, do you get a better blaster? Do That's you true. get better this mm-hmm. or that? And that could and be could something. those blasters right. give you proficiency die right. and that right. sort of thing? Right, and I imagine that when you level up a skill, what happens is you know one of your green die becomes a yellow die or something, or you get an additional die or something like that. Uh, but we're just not sure because we haven't done it. Um, so. Uh, I like the die system, and I totally agree with JJ that I think it could become very intuitive and quick. And I know a lot of people who, you know, from listening to podcasts and, and word of mouth, who really like the system and like the real game, um, whether they're playing Age of Empire or this. So there may be, you know, there may be some awesome stuff there. Unfortunately, as I think we're going to discuss, I think the beginner game misses it on some key, some key places. And we just want to say hi to Mickey because she just came in. Say hi, Mickey. Hi, everyone. Hello, honey. Yeah, so, yeah, Mike, do you want to continue talking about the dice? So, um, I think that dice also might have been better if, um, like, Joe was as new to it as we were. Oh, yeah. So, every time we had to roll the dice, he had to search in the book for, okay, what is this, what is the difficulty? What can I do with it? Right. So, that was always a, like, Mm -hmm. a slowdown thing, but I think if... If you played this for a couple months, you would pick up the dice really quickly, and then the D, uh, GM could mm. just make a snap judgment like this is a, a two purple, this is a three yeah. purple. And I think the system they give on the back of the adventure book is actually just that. So mm-hmm. is it simple, easy, average, hard, daunting, or formidable? And that's how many purple dice you go from zero to five. But... When you're playing the pre-published adventure, to your point, Mike, that if there's a task to be done and that task has the specific dice in the book, you want to follow it. So we could just make stuff up and fit this uh, chart, but it's not that simple when it's a pre-published adventure. So we try and match that. I'll say, though, just to recap, at least if I remember right, kick me if I'm wrong, don't kick me, say it. I think there are two green, which are ability dice. There was one or two yellow? No, th- three green. Three green, three two yellow. Two yellow. That's proficiency dice. Those are the two you roll to determine success on any normal thing. And then for the difficulty or the challenge against it are difficulty dice. There are three purple ones. And challenge dice, two red ones. One red. I think it was one. One red. All right. See, so I knew I'd be wrong. So that's good. And then those are the ones you roll against your normal roll. Things that add and subtract based on how the game's going are a boost die, which is like a sky blue color, and then a setback die, and that's a black die. And then the last one is a force die that we only rolled once to determine what our force pool was. But it's a, to me, it was a really cool set of dice. Mike mentioned earlier that they're neat. You get yeah. these symbols on them, and you've got, a, as JJ said, once you're in the groove and you know which symbols, can, uh, symbols cancel each other out, it's going to be easier to, to move Yeah, it's a steep learning curve because, you know, with, with regular dice, there's numbers there. You, know, you just add. Everybody, when playing an uh, RPG, should be able to master simple arithmetic. There are still some people who break out the calculator when they're this more is than one die. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there, there, there's no number to this. It's yeah. just either pass or fail with yeah. varying degrees of success. Yeah. I was curious, speaking about GM kind of judgment calls, you know, you mm-hmm. had to decide how many purple dies to roll. When we got, like, let's say a threat against us, mm-hmm. so maybe we succeeded, but we had two threat in that. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> was there in there guidance for what to do with that, or were you just making yeah. up some negative consequences? So I was going through on the um, adventure book, which I have in front of me. It was page 13. I'll show you here, Kurt. But what you can do with advantage and what you can do with threat. Essentially, the GM always determines what happens with threat, but the players can pick sometimes for advantage, and the GM could also pick. It depends on what that is. Gotcha. So, like, I know a few times we, when we had two threats, you were saying, well, I'm going to add a setback die to yeah. the next roll. And it wasn't clear to me whether that was you making that up, mm-hmm. being just cool game master, or whether that was part of the game, and it looks like it's part of the game. Yeah. So that's cool. It, well, these are all um, suggestions, yeah. things that you could use. Okay. So let's move into the adventure now. And I'll do a little recap of what, the, what I think the splits in the adventure were. So... Um, by names, they were encounter one and two, and that was infiltration and springing the trap, which both of which, um, that was where you guys approached the base and made your way inside, uh, past the first guards. And I don't know how much you guys may remember of that, but if you do remember, what did you think of that first part? So uh, just a quick thing. The first one was, do you hide or not? when the guards mm-hmm. are coming. The second was, how do you handle the guards based on what you did? The, overall, the, the, how they split it up, like, um, they split it up into, like, weird chapter things, and I think that that really sort of took me out of it at times because it was like, instead of this being, like, a story, it was like, uh, you did this part. And then mm-hmm. you were done, and then Check you're out of reached. it. Yeah. Would you like to save your game? Yeah. Yes. It really. It. I. I almost wish that they. They just didn't say anything. Like they just kept going. But I, I mean, it. It felt like Star Wars at the beginning. I, I'd say. <laughs> I liked at the beginning how. I mean, it was simple for us. But if you were a new player or a new role playing game player, it was very clear about like here's. We're going to do a simple combat, and then, oh, here's a chance to learn how to hide. And there were three or four things where they were like, it was pretty obvious, like, here's something new to try. But the idea being, obviously, if you keep playing this game, well, you'll not always just jump into combat. You'll think about deception. You'll think about hiding. You'll all these things. I like that, um, even though it's probably a little, you know, simple for us. Um, I agree with Mike. Uh, you know, with the starter set in D&D, for example, there were four parts. But, I mean, that was a big adventure played yeah. over many, many mm-hmm. days. To break up a one-afternoon adventure into eight or nine parts did kind of feel like you know it, it felt a little like uh, checkbox railroady and, mm-hmm. and did take me out of the flow a little bit um, so as far as the way the adventure was set up like my first thing I wanted to do was I was like I want to jump in the ATST and it, like the, it, no it's locked yeah like but that's not really would that really be it? Like would they have it locked? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. You don't want someone stealing <laughs> your ATST. Then, so then who went out and unlocked it when we go to do the chase part? Well and that that's was what I, when we yeah. got there, I was like, Why is it unlocked now? There were a couple things like that. Yeah. Yeah, um, so yeah, I mean I, I I really wish it would have been a little bit more choose your own adventure. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it would be really cool if we could like uh in the main generator room, like you could cut the power and the station would go into emergency power, but all the doors would automatically unlock. You know, open up and unlock. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that'd be really cool. Like, as soon as I went, saw the generator room on the map, I was like, okay, yeah, that, if I was GMing this, I would do that. Like, that would make that would be a sit fail safe 
that would make sense in the Star Wars universe. Right. And there is nothing in the book, but it's very detailed on the map. And it's like, and then when you flip the map over and you look at the landing pad, um, there's nothing in the GM's description of what he's supposed to read the crawl um, about the, the greats. And then yeah, you the flip it over and you shaft, look at the, yeah. the access shaft, you see the access shaft on the map. Mm-hmm. It's very clearly labeled. So it's like, I don't understand um, where they can like have some choose-your-own-adventure stuff and then n- nothing yeah. elsewhere. Yeah, I thought for the, the that first part and, and it leading into Encounter 3 where you see the droid, it was kind of odd because you start with, I'm going to hide so that the guards don't see me. And then the guards come out, and the only option the book gives you is to attack them. Yeah. And that's it. You attack them. There's no, there's no um, allotment for bargaining, talking, any kind of interaction with them except for you know, blaster fire. Yet right into Section 3, the next encounter, they only want you to bargain with the droid. Yeah. And so, so you don't talk to the people but you're supposed to know that you're supposed to talk with the droid next, which well, to me was a little awkward. What did you guys think of that? Like next my part? go-to thing when we yeah. came to the droid, I'm an engineer. Mm-hmm. I have super high mechanics, super high computers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hack the droid. Like we just blew up a bunch of guys with a grenade. <laughs> Why would I do a discussion with a droid? Like it. It well, because make any sense. The, I guess this and then there's this adventure the assumes you're going to ask him if there's anything that you can mechanic on him, and then go ahead and do it. <laughs> but yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah. No idea. But yeah, in fact, in hindsight, what they should have done is said to the GM in there, you know, there's going to be three encounters before you get to the launch pad, yeah. and we want the players to do one combat, one deception, you know, or to try these different things out, mm-hmm. make it happen. Because all, all two or three of those, you know, the initial entry, the droid, the guards outside the launch pad, and there may have even been something else, <clears throat> you could have done three or four different things, yeah. but chosen the order that you did them in. Like, it would never occur to me to negotiate with a droid. I mean, mm-hmm. I was like, shoot him in the head and yeah. keep going. Yeah. And honestly, I metagamed, because as soon as he said restraining bolt, right. I thought of mm-hmm. all the extended universe stuff that I'd read and about restraining bolts and droids not really liking them, that sort of mm-hmm. thing. So that's why I was like... Okay, ding, 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 clue for myself. But if I didn't know the Star Wars universe, right. I wouldn't yeah. know to say, right. hey, Mike, maybe you could do something like restraining bolt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, the thing that bummed me out the most, I know you guys had something else you hated more than I did, but I, I got bummed <laughs> <laughs> the end. Which what level of hatred did you Didn't bother me that? as much. Um, I, I got bummed out with when we did the optional, you know, go explore the whole base. And as yeah. someone said earlier... You know, we explored six or seven rooms, and, and we're almost, had like we're one almost there. I'm okay. going to talk about it in order, okay. and that's coming up. So after the droid, this is where you got to the uh, launch pad. So outside the launch pad, there were the guards, the sentries, and then um, you got past them and out onto the launch pad. And what we had to do there was disable the shuttle, and this was all part of encounter number four. So getting to those guards, and to me, part of this was the scale of the map again. And as JJ's looking right now at the map, we never flipped it over for the launch pad because it's on the the main base side. Um, so we never actually flipped it over for the detail of the launch pad, which JJ's doing right there. And there's nothing on the other side that makes you think that. Oh, yeah. And is there any guidance within the book about that? And for me, it says the GM can put down the launch pad map for this encounter, but. 
I didn't know this one quarter was the launch pad map because we hadn't flipped it yet. Right. It was only when we got to the chase later that we flipped the map. So the launch pad was on it, so I kind of assumed that's what they meant. Bad assumption on my part. But yeah. it didn't say, it should have just said, flip the map over to yeah, the launch see pad. See reverse. Yeah. But anyway, and, and so again, we got there. Looking at the launch pad map, you know, we have access shaft is labeled. Mm-hmm. We have the launch, uh, the, uh, the ship itself, spacecraft control, and anti-air turret. Again, my first inclination was, let's hack the turret and use it to blow up the ship. Well, I mean, why else is it labeled? Uh, Because. So then, (laughs) and I would never had an inclination of doing anything um, Mm shaft-like without it being labeled on the... Map. So it's like if you're going to label something, no, at sober. least I will do nothing shaft like unless it's labeled. <laughs> it's what, possible it, that Mickey might have had that thought. <laughs> there was a lot of Wookie Cock talk. She doesn't have any labels. <laughs> don't put a label I mean, on me, man. Don't don't label something on here if you're not going to have some corresponding thing yeah. in the book to do with it. Yeah. I, the only explanation I can think of as to why they did it was so people, when looking at the map and asked, "What's that?" would have an answer. But that, to me, that's the only reason. But since so few things actually have a tag or a label, it seems to me they should have explained what they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, otherwise, we have the Axis shaft, the Nylos, or the Nilos, whatever you want to call it. That's, that's a shuttle itself. The anti-air turret and the space pass control, spacecraft, good gosh. Um, but then there's all these boxes. Why not say what this is? Is this a power converter? What, yeah, what is, is it that a vacuum thing cleaner? Yes. Is it a fuel uh, pump? Uh, who knows? Right. Now, as far as that went, the options we had were to slice into the shuttle's computer and disable its systems, to manually disconnect the shuttle's engines, or to barricade the doors and leave through the vents. Again, th- there's nothing in the, the narrative that tells you there are vents, so since I mean, we hadn't flipped the map over, we didn't know. Even looking at this, yeah. there's no vents. This, it, you would access, assume access shaft. Although yeah. that's where you would come in from. Right. That's the door. Now, the door was different. I think I don't think so. I don't think there even shows hmm. both times. I right. don't think yeah, it another shows confusion. Vents. I guess this yeah. is another. I mean, this is even in hindsight. Like they meant, you, meant sure. for you to use the vents, but then mm-hmm. they they don't show the vents or give you any hint that there's vents yeah. or anything like that. Now this uh, encounter with the the guards outside of the launch pad was the first time we rolled initiative. Do you guys remember actually doing initiative? Because mm-hmm. the first mm-hmm. encounter we did it was preset. Mm-hmm. What did you think of initiative? This was. You made a cool check, and uh, people who weren't expecting a fight rolled against vigilance, but then that determined, based on your successes and what have you, who was up in initiative. I mean, I liked it because I rolled really well the whole time for initiative, <laughs> Yeah. but uh, I mean, it, it was fine. Yeah. There's nothing special, but yeah. it, it was fine. Yeah, it's just one of those that it's not in numerical order because there are no numbers, but you know, yeah. the most it's amount of success. Same idea. Yeah. <clears throat> It was important in the early combats because they were, you know, one one shot kills. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, we were able to. Honestly, the first combat was, you know, blow them all up with a grenade. Mm-hmm. Like it was just comical how easy it was. Yeah, it was. Well, and that's why I wouldn't I, have put grenades on the character well, sheet I, myself. Right? I had multiple grenades, and we'd use them, and I kept preserving them, yeah. thinking yeah. like, well, there's this whole huge base we're going to explore. There weren't enough combat. There weren't enough combat. Warrant having. The arsenal that we did. Too much, too and much the, equipment for this adventure. Do the lasers, blaster rifles ever run out of battery? 
Like, why, why not give us just five shots? Mm. Like, why even have a melee skill at all with the vibro knife? Yeah. I do think the grenades are a major problem. I mean, there were at least five on, between Mickey and me, I think, on our character sheets. Plus, we picked some up somewhere in the barracks or the armory or something, mm-hmm. which is way too many for the amount of combat in here. So, talking to the character sheets again, let's move on to the next piece, which was called the interlude. That's where we did the experience and the first time we built the destiny pool, the force stuff. So, the experience, uh, we the character sheets had it built in, the character folios, it was flip the page to level up. And I think in general, we agreed that was kind of neat. It was mentioned a little earlier. Does anyone else want to make another comment or two about the experience and the leveling up, the way the beginner set handled it? I mean, it was really, it made it really easy that if you were a beginner, like they did the whole thing for you. They showed the four things that you could possibly level up. Um, they'd show on the character sheet what that would involve. Um, and then you could just pick, like, no. uh, you could either take the 10 point thing or two of the five point things. And that was pretty cool. And it makes me wonder with the regular game. I presume you are not limited to just four things. You probably get experience and you can level up any of your things. Right? Oh, yeah, for sure. But like, it, they actually nice show back here, mm-hmm. in the very, very back, mm-hmm. the talent tree. Okay. And it, it, there's different costs. You probably could have taken any one of these, but some of these have prerequisites. You're talking like me. Prerequisites. Prerequisites. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, level up was easy, and this is also where we got the force, the light, and dark side yeah. points. Which I actually that was my favorite part yeah. of it. I thought I it was got a, a great big kick dynamic. out of that, yeah. and, and I enjoyed it a lot. And hopefully, it shows in the the gameplay recording where I was like, "I'm going to use a dark side point to add." And I, I like that piece. It, it was really interactive with the table using one pool of resources, and that's that's key because it's for lack. Of, I mean, truthfully. It's always players versus GM. Yep. The players want to win, and the GM wants to challenge them. Yep. And this is a good mode, uh, method of challenging the players, really. Yeah. And it also can flip to the other side, well, literally, because you flip the counter over from light yeah. to dark. Yeah. But it, I like the way that worked in that if I kept using dark side points, I would run out. And then you guys could just leave it and not mess, let me mess with stuff. But then when you decide you want to add a die to something or make something a little easier, you flip it over, and now I get a chance to do something again. Yeah, yeah but it definitely really lets cool. the GM control the pace of the game, though. Yeah. Like, if you know the story, you know where the hard parts are and where the easy parts are. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can try to make sure that they have no light points going into the hard parts. Yeah. Or vice versa. If they're having a hard time, you can make sure they've got some light points exactly. before they go fight the and dragon. And it's a nice, one of those nice and by bluffs. dragon, I mean Darth Vader. I almost, <laughs> I almost liken it to the... Um, D20 roll behind a screen for no reason, just to right. throw something out there. But you can bluff it like, are, do you want to add a light side point to that? You probably want to add a light side point to that uh-huh. roll. You know, something like. Well, it also works nice with the idea of the you know, the force, the balance of the force generally. Yeah. You know, and the it fact that literally cool. when you turn one, it goes the other way, and you're trying yeah. to keep it in some kind of. It's balance. like we're playing Othello on the game table, which yeah. is kind of neat too. All right, so let's move on to what was encounter number five. No, before we do that, this is where we're back to that, that the one spot where we could explore. Mm-hmm. And we're on page 20 of the adventure book, and this was under next steps. And this is if the heroes want to explore the rest of the base, 
do this and it tells the GM to um, to go to page 28 and I will quickly read something here uh, and we're going to compare to the to the other side of the map so on on this page 28 where it tells me to look there are one two three four five six seven eight nine rooms or, or areas of the base that are, are that have a description and at this point the characters have already been to the launch pad the nilos and the garage so th at that point we have only let's see one two three four five six more options and the control center is one of them which is the next adventure so we're really down to five things and the map has how many? Like 17 things. Right. So there are way more things uh, actually labeled on the map that are not listed in the book. And that became one of our frustrations. You guys said, I want to go check out the, 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 the mess hall or whatever. Well, actually, that one had an explanation. But the kitchen off of the mess hall did not have uh, an, a description in the, right. um, in the book. But itself. it's labeled on the map. And it's yeah. got detail on there. That, and like, it does. It's fine to not have it in there, but don't put it on the map. Mm -hmm. yeah. And even worse, don't have a big room that should be exciting and then have us go in there and have there be nothing happen and no mm -hmm. loot. Yeah. It's like playing a video game for 30 minutes and you go in eight rooms, you get no treasure and you have one wussy little fight. Uh, at least make it like Diablo where you can bust open the trash barrel and get a grenade or something. I, I right? mean, we went in yeah. the, the firing range. I was like, oh, we're going to get weapon upgrades. Like, there's got to be better guns in there or something. Not that we needed mm -hmm. better guns. We were fine. Mm -hmm. But And uh, if, if I recall correctly, there was literally nothing in there. No. There were some people in using the fire range, yeah. but we... But they didn't, they didn't I locked them in. Yeah, they got locked in. Yeah. And I only did this because I felt we could use more of a challenge. You guys were doing a cakewalk. It says, if the GM deems, deems it appropriate, there can be a group of sentries practicing in the training facility. Mm -hmm. So that's the only reason they were in there. It's not even part of that room unless the GM puts it there. Yeah. This part bummed me out. And this is when mm -hmm. I realized, like, I was like, I like the presentation. I like the dice. I like the system. But I wasn't loving the adventure. Right. It feels like, honestly, in my opinion, the same thing that's happening with video games now, where they have the designers have this grand idea, and they put they start putting in the necessary efforts to realize those ideas, and then it's like, okay, now ship it, ship it, ship it. Someone comes and says, we need to ship this now, <laughs> and it's not quite finished. Well, and I wonder yeah. exactly that because the the. This is the same system from the same publisher that did Star Wars uh, Edge of Empire, which was very, very well received and has a beginner box. And I have not played that, but I'm just curious, like, is that significantly better? And then this was the rushed second one. Could be. And there was really high demand for the Let's Play Jedi's, which is the third one that's coming. Like, did this just get kind of pushed See, out too quick in the middle? I don't know. As a starter set, you should be putting your best foot forward, but I think they tripped here. Yeah, agreed. Nice. Hey. Hey. So I mean, I I just so I just think it's sort of lazy. Like mm -hmm. like it's like uh, to to that you couldn't come up with seventeen yeah. things. And to, that was my point. Even if it just said in the book, there is nothing in this room except for chairs and a table. I now, mean, at the very something. least, you could come up with oh, there's an NPC, there's mm -hmm. a puzzle, there's. A guy you have to fight. There's, There's a an item to pick yeah. up. Yeah. Any any of that you could have had in in all those seventeen locations, yeah. and it would have made it worthwhile going to them. You could have triggered a laser field. Now, granted, granted, I mean, in a veteran GM, 
will be like, okay, yeah, you know, you can do something like that with the main generator, like I said earlier, yeah. or you could uh, poison the food in the kitchen and poison get back out, hole. get back out, and let the poison do its job. You know, you could like a GM would allow you to do those things, but considering this is a starter set and it's supposed yeah. to be a handhold, have hold our hands. I yeah. want my hand held, damn it. And I want to You're make taking sure, me to prom. I want to make sure <laughs> if, I, if I take a big uh, idea like that and work with it, that I'm not breaking the next encounter, exactly. too. Because the next encounter could... And, and th- that kind of did happen. One lo- Well, one relatively medium complaint I have is there were parts in this where it said you, the, the narrative text assumed a certain entry into the room, the control room being one. And... It says you go in there with your weapons drawn, but it also gave you the option of going through the ventilation shaft, which you guys did, and you're not barging into the door with your weapons drawn, but that's what the narrative says, so you have to paraphrase it. Which, So we'll move on to that part, the fire, what they call episode, Encounter 5, the uh, firefight, and this was with the stormtroopers outside of the control center, mm-hmm. and then the second group of stormtroopers came down the wall. I would say, tactically, that seemed to be one that was kind of fun for the encounter, just the stormtrooper part. They were yeah. outside the door, you had to fight them, and then three more came down the hall. You had minion damage, like yeah. Yeah. group damage. Yeah. By grouping them, it actually made them a challenge, which we hadn't seen up until that point. Because yeah. it, it actually gave them enough hit points to stand up to a an all-out assault on them. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't a one-and-done with the grenade again. Yeah. And then we got to... So we got through them, and we got through the ventilation shaft and into the room. And at that point, you learned that the lieutenant had taken off. And then we moved into Encounter 7, which was the last piece, the chase, which... I think probably shows in the gameplay recording and would probably continue into this discussion was probably the part we struggled with the most. The chase of the... He took off with his ATST, we grabbed speeder bikes and the other ST and we went off after him. I feel like in almost every role-playing game I've ever played, the game breaks down as soon as you add vehicles. <laughs> Unless you're playing... Uh, I used to play Steve Jackson Car Wars. That was all about the vehicles. If you stepped out of them, you were dead. But yeah, I, I, I'm with you there. Now, add vehicles and it's tricky. Now, we aren't getting paid by the Star Wars Age of the... Oh no, we actually bought this ourselves. We had almost $100 worth of this product on the table. So, uh, yeah. in my opinion, oh. uh, that part was hot street garbage. Um, <laughs> and that made me go from, oh, this is a very... It has so many possibilities to... It just drove me insane to the point that I would never want to play this again. <laughs> and it made me really sad. Because <laughs> we, were, we were riding speeder bikes. Two of us were in an ATST. It should have been a pretty cool part of the thing. And it turned out to be the worst. It was the like an awful, awful part. Right. I have a feeling that if we were playing the full rule set, we screwed this combat up in a couple of ways that made it less fun. But having said that, we've all reviewed the starter set or the or the beginner game uh, book, and there was no guidance to do it differently. No, so that's their wasn't. fault, not ours. And having said that, the problems with this chase are so myriad, we don't even need to talk about them all. Like, I bet we all hated something different. Like, yeah. You hated the fact that, the, that he was shooting backwards. Someone hated something. I freaking hated the shot that... You know, 
I hate the fact that I got shot once, my bike's down, and now I'm standing on the ground, yeah. and I can't do anything. I'm like, is someone going to pick me up? You know, I think or have I done the game? Am I literally going to miss the climax of the freaking game? We agree on the hatred there because that was my least favorite part. Yeah. That if you took one of the speeder bikes to give chase, it was easy to shoot you, and then you're done. Yeah. You're out of the, the fight. And it's point. a time. I mean, you want this sense of uh, time matters. We've got to keep moving. So the ATSC is not going to come back to pick you up. Or if they do, right. it's not going to be realistic. Right. But it's easy, easier for me to say, yeah, he swings around, picks you up. Somebody hangs on to the ATSC's legs. Move yeah. on. Let's go. I mean, to be honest, we could probably spend 15 minutes talking about that combat. But I don't yeah. know that it's like, worth it. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think it would have been better served if it had been more of a skill challenge, so to speak. You know, yeah. More, um, more theater of the mind rather than just rules. Yeah, like I think it'd been awesome if you know the um, speeder bikes had you know an energy lasso on it that you could throw at the ATST's legs yeah. to stop it, rather than just pew pew pewing it and never dealing any damage. And, and they or, also gave no time frame for the chase because it mm-hmm. specifically says that the characters, the player characters, could stop the lieutenant. They could intercept him. They could stop him from reaching it. But how? There, there's no how many rounds does the thing need to be destroyed? There, there's no explanation there. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And then once you reach the communication station, it just it was very basic. And this is one I do want to bring up because of the way they they put it in here was. When you reach there, you must must stop him from sending the message. If they don't intercept him before he reaches, and that's the only part that says you could, he runs inside, locks the door, and then there's one stormtrooper outside to operate the uh, laser cannon. And the PCs have six rounds from the time he enters to destroy the bunker, break inside, or find another clever solution. Now, first off, destroy the bunker. And we went back and forth on we, this. It's not Nothing enough. did enough damage against what the comm station's armor was, which was five. Nothing did five damage. So that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, even if you used yeah. the ATST, you couldn't yeah. blow up the bunker. It was yeah. not even an option. So then it said, um, break inside, and, well, whatever. And we kind of did that. There was a there was a success on opening the door, but it had threats involved, so I left the door only open a little bit. And then, or find another clever solution. So no suggestions whatsoever. So we're going around the table. What do you want to try? What like, do you want to try? That's what leads me to believe that it was yeah. rushed at the end. Yeah. It was just, they had these grand ideas, because if you flip over the map again, is there anything, Joe, no. about ship wreckage in that entire oh, starter no. set? No. And why have it on the map? Yeah. My only thought there is at the very end, um, on page 28, other, no, I'm sorry, not page 28, I'm on page 30, missions on Onderon, on the moon. So just because of these few paragraphs, maybe it's leaving you a hook. That's okay. my only thought behind it. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't help well. And, and that would, for me, be the only other explanation for labeling all the stuff in the base, because you've taken it over now for the Rebel Alliance, and it's supposed to be a rebel base now, which means... Eventually, you might want to. If you get enough people there, you're going to need to staff the kitchen. Like this is something right. players are going to do, mind you. Right. But which they can tell yeah. you in one box for the GM. Like yeah. there's stuff on here that you're not going to use exactly. for the following reason. Yeah. I and that third part where it was like you can do come up with something else. Um, yeah. And then we would go over to like like the com dish, which is mm-hmm. it's labeled, and then it was like each thing was like shot down one after another because yeah. it, it just there wasn't any information or it was impossible to damage mm-hmm. the thing. Right. Like, 
the calm dish apparently is made out of the strongest stuff in the world because uh, there's no way to damage that. Yeah. There's no, uh, there's apparently no cables going from there to the. That you can Meanwhile, cut. we inadvertently sliced a cable going into the garage somehow. Yeah, you did it. You were successful. Good job. Yeah. Right, and when we, well, when we say on these things that we couldn't damage them, it's a function of you could damage them, but the soak and the, the way the mechanic worked, yeah, there's no net damage. Yeah, um, so I'm, I'm committing to, just like the D and D one. I tried to as much as possible play to what the book wrote, not to what I thought. And specifically for the communication station, it had five armor, and nothing did more than four damage. Therefore, you literally could not hurt it. Now, did the vehicles, did they do extra damage based on how many successes, like the Boxer Rifles did? Like, the ATST could get a second hit, but they would be two four hits, right? So it would be a four and a four, and the armor is because five. So further rules, you know, with the Blaster Rifle, you did nine damage and then an additional one for each yeah. success. You know, Nothing then, like that. Then you the could vehicle. potentially damage if there were successes involved. Mm-hmm. But the with the box starter set that wasn't handled yeah, or it wasn't clear so um. so let's um let's take a couple minutes and try and wrap up our thoughts on this uh who wants to go first i'll go mike um i think of this sort of like i think of um the phantom menace as um, <laughs> that's not going, a ringing endorsement going into the phantom menace i had so much hope because it was like you had a new hope yeah i had a new hope yeah that it was oh it was more star wars i'm very excited <laughs> only to have that hope just disappear <laughs> as it went because it it wasn't very well thought out or use the guy's bum bad <laughs> yes <laughs> he just got jar jar yo yeah yeah i will say, yeah. I will say uh i am a big star wars fan uh, I'm going to commit to reading. They've published a free uh, follow-on adventure of this. I'm going to read, see if it might be any better. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get Mickey's attention. That was for you to come over here, not to read. I don't want to go hang out with you. You don't have to. You just have to come say bye in a minute. I'm going to commit to reading the other adventure carefully to see if it might be better designed. Um, and I am still, in, I still especially because I have a $15 set of dice, I still want to try the Edge of Empire, which that one appealed to me more than this one in the first place. But having said that, um, this was disappointing, and my hopes are much lower than they were two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think um, I would play the Edge of Empire. I don't think that I would be willing to record it. Uh, I think um, I'd agree to that, yeah. I, I, I think that amongst us, we could probably play it and get mm-hmm. done with it in one one weekend or something but I wouldn't want to record it I just want to play it to see if it can scrub the taste in my mouth of this you know two thumbs down starter set yeah I'm really wondering if when I listen to our recording for especially the third recording if you can just hear the bubbling anger that is in my voice toward the end because I drove home from that just so so angry. <laughs> you weren't drinking yeah. at all. That might have been yeah. the problem. <laughs> I think that that alcohol probably would have helped. The alcohol did help. Do you want to say anything about it yourself? The alcohol did help. Okay, Mickey yeah. says the alcohol helped, and and I'll I'll just echo what what we've said around the table here that 
It, it was a bit of a disappointment as a GM. It was hard to follow the adventure and lead the players to the next area. And, and that is essential for a beginner game. It, it has to have a flow to it from one space to the next to the next. I could see the reasoning why they did things, learning this part of the system, learning the next part of the system, baby steps into it, but it didn't flow. It, it was right. very uh, stilted. It, it didn't feel natural to play it. I just said it didn't feel natural to play Star Wars. That's uh, weird. Anyway... I think that's going to wrap it up for us. I think overall we're disappointed in the, at least the adventure of the Star Wars uh, Age of Rebellion. And I guess a good indication is I have to keep looking at it to remember yeah. what game we played. But the Star Wars Age of Rebellion beginner game was a bit of a disappointment for us. Although I think we found some good things with the quality of the materials, the dice, some of the, the system of actually playing the game. But the adventure itself was, I think, a bit of a disappointment. I mean, I had fun playing with my friends, but I think I would have had just as much fun playing Monopoly and recording it <laughs> as, uh, if we would have played this game. Uh, <laughs> all right. For what it's worth, I think... All right, you asked me to come over. So I did. Like, that was the idea. So for what it's worth, I think that they're banking on the popularity and the dynasty of Star Wars... And this is just an intro, so they figure you know, nerds will pay 20 bucks to learn how to play it, and they'll buy everything else and actually play it. Because the book itself is like 400 plus pages. And it's book. like 30 or 40 bucks. Too. Oh, and it's they've released, well, Edge of Empire, they've released hardbound supplements for every class. You know, there's a bounty hunter book, there's a pot. I mean, there's a ton of material out in this universe. So it's, it's a business, and I think this yeah. was just instructions, mm-hmm. and the actual game itself is probably much cooler. But unfortunately, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I agree. Yeah. All right, so I think that's going to wrap it up for. Ra- Good gosh! Good it's going golly, Miss Molly! It up for us here at the Stevens household. So we're just all going to say bye bye. Bye bye. I have one thing I want to say though. Oh, hold on. Oh. What's the internal temperature of a tauntaun? Oh, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> you know, I'm Lukewarm. sure. <laughs> so bad it's good. So bad it's good. See, that, that pun there was better than the whole thing. That's it. Okay, we're done. All right. Bye-bye. Ruins it! We started off with a favorable preview and began the first two play sessions with good expectations. We had a fair bit of fun through the first two episodes, then things unfortunately fell flat on the third. Thanks for joining us. The preceding podcast was brought to you by Shedcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.